Hey everyone, welcome to the MTG Painful Truths Podcast. I'm your host, Britt Wagner. Joining me as always is Cole Kirkman. Cole, how have you been, bud? I've been good. You know, same old stuff, just working and all that, keeping up with magic as I can. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Also, we got a special guest. We have uh, Tyler, uh, who is also joining us. Tyler, how have you been, bud? Uh, you know, I've just been working, just uh, same old stuff, just been trying to keep up with magic as best I can. Awesome. <laughs> I've been, cool. I've been good, man. Good, good. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, so Tyler, he's he's one of our kind of the close uh, close buddy of ours that uh, I guess we play magic with quite a bit. Uh, Tyler, you actually were also at uh, Boardwalk today playing the local uh, RCQ event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell us tell us how that went for you. Yeah, so unfortunately, I did play there today. Um, <laughs> It was fine. Uh, you know, I you always kind of expect that the room's going to be full of nothing but good players, and um, they're going to be playing, you know, meta decks and, and, and good decks, and they were. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. There was 99 people. Um, it was ran really well. Um, Will and Donovan, who worked there, you know, were doing their thing, and... Uh, yeah, it was good. A uh, lot of old faces I hadn't seen in a while too, so um, it was fun. I I, I, I was one one one, and then I dropped because just wasn't feeling it. But uh, yeah, it was it was fine for sure. Yeah. So what was the um, so ninety nine players uh, and what what did you play and uh, I guess what. Like yeah, tell us about kind of why you chose the deck you played, and and just kind of uh, yeah, let's just start there, and then I'll probably have follow up questions for sure. you. Sure. Uh, so I struggled all week choosing what to play because, um, and I guess we're gonna talk about this later, but uh, I, I'm 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 gonna be playing D and T in Legacy, and so my thought process was I need to practice for that. So I'm going to build it in Modern and play the Yorion version of Modern because uh, I can't remember the guy. There's a Midgo user who like pretty consistently 5-0s with it in the leagues in Modern. And so I just you know copy-pasted his list and built it. And I uh, was like, I'm going to play this. I'm going to play it. And then I played it Monday night at Boardwalk for their normal Modern night. And uh, it wasn't great. The blue-red matchup is terrible. Um... So, and I think I played Money Pile that night too, and it wasn't great either. But, um, so nip that in the bud, and then pretty much put myself on either Tron, which I've played a lot of Tron, Green Tron, and, uh, or, uh, Four Color Elementals. And, uh, I went with Elementals. And obviously, it's a really good deck. People say it's probably the best deck in modern, it's like the best mid range deck. And, uh, you know, it, it definitely has its moments, but just one today. Uh, I had the the game I won, the match I won, uh, was a really, really good grindy matchup against Blue Red Merc Tide, and uh, I won with a lightning bolt when my opponent was at one. Like it was, it was, it was a a weird game, but uh, yeah, Elementals was fine. It's uh, it's still really good despite. The poor performance. I think another Elementals player made top eight. Uh, one of the Rios guys, and um, 
Yeah, that's that's what I played, and uh, I wish I would have played Rhinos, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. So, thinking back on yeah, it, you... I, I should have played Rhinos, I feel like. Okay, um, and you also said Mono Green Tron. Did you kind of... Su- I know that's kind of a deck that's on the fringes, but I know yeah, you and Jacob are still kind of... You, you you would view it as an acceptable deck. Did you kind of consider that for today? Of course, I always consider it. I, I, I keep it updated, like, all the time. So, and I'm sure like you do with Titan, where I'm checking out mostly every list that does well and comparing and, and you know, contrasting with them and trying to see what the best version of it is because like some people are not playing four mana karn some people are playing like three thrag tusk in the main all this stuff but uh yeah tron's always always there i've i've won a tournament with tron i have done really well with tron uh and it's just a deck i just know how to play and uh it was a strong consideration especially if i was going to get paired up against you know four color a bunch uh because i like that matchup a lot um, yeah. But yeah, I uh, yeah, we'll always have Tron ready to go. So okay, cool. Yeah, I know. Like, I know it's not a very well respected deck. No. <laughs> but like watching people play it, like if even just watching Twitch and they're like the 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 threat of Tron, like everyone has it. Oh no, it's like because as as bad as you'd like to think. Uh, Tron is like turn three liberated. It's, it's still very good against a lot of decks. Yeah, of so course. It's, I, I don't. I I think its demise is kind of weird, but I think it's still like a passable deck. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't think it's like. I don't know where where to like stick it. Like, but yeah, it does have a good. I think it does have a pretty good four color matchup. Yeah. Like it just has the the planeswalkers, which are basically unbeatable. Yep. Uh, still, and uh, Ulamog to, to close out the game is really good in a lot of matchups, so it's just uh, it, no, no one like has like the Damping Spheres or the Hate Cards or anything like that, really. It's just they're tuning their decks for Four Color, for Murktai, for Living, and uh, for whatever else. Right. So it's just, it's, it is it, it, yeah, I mean, I think Green Tron is just quite alright. Yeah, because, um, it, it's it's the inevitability deck, right? Like it's the thing you don't want to happen is going to happen, and uh, whether right. whether they're gonna try to besage you, you three or four times in a game with like a Ren and six or whatever, um, you can still win through that, and it's not easy, but uh, it still happens. Uh, you know, I when besage you when we went to the Louisiana tournament, uh, me, JV, Jacob, and um, our friend Renee, and that was when Kamigawa had just come out, and uh, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna sleep up Tron and go beat up on people trying to play these new cards or whatever." And knowing how good Besaidu was, and it still like didn't matter, you know. But um, yeah, it's 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 always gonna be the boogeyman for like whatever reason. I and yes, Tron Tron is in a weird spot because it's sometimes the best deck and then sometimes it's just very medium and you get paired up against burn you get paired up up against like someone playing the one player playing blue red storm and that ter- that matchup is abysmal like you're not supposed to win mm-hmm. that um right 
uh, heaven forbid you play against like a I don't know death and taxes I don't know Leon and Arbor's not really that scary you just play your lands normally <laughs> so <laughs> uh, but yeah it's it's people always have that that feeling about Tron is like oh it's unfair magic man three lands and you play your seven man planeswalker that's not fair it's like well it kind of is because every card in the deck does the same thing like i'm every you know there's eight eggs you know there's eight ways to to get your lands like i don't know it's a very streamlined very straightforward kind of deck i feel like and the yeah the sideboard oh and the sideboard options yeah Damping Sphere is just not a played card in Modern. Uh, Void Mirror, I don't think, is a great card for Tron. I think it's better for, like, the Elementals and... Um, or the, the Pitch Elementals and, like, the Forces and stuff. Because, like, obviously it's, like, way better counting those than a Tron deck. Because we just get a Forest or Filter with an Egg and put one green into it and then we're, we're good. But, yeah... I think uh, th- think there was another think there was a, yeah there was a Tron player in top eight today, um, and yeah just if if it's if it's running hot it just it's gonna rip through the whole room and just destroy and no one's gonna be able to answer it. So. Yeah, so that that was actually gonna be my follow up question about is uh, because you just, you mentioned offline the the winning deck I think it was the it said Grixis uh, creativity which has I'm guessing it was the uh, the kind of a newer flavor that also had persist and yes a bunch of like pitching graveyard yep. or p- pitch to graveyard stuff like that um which i think you said one uh and with mono green tron do you recall the other decks that made top eight in this event so yeah there was creativity tron uh there was definitely elementals player um for sure murktide there was 30 million Marktide players in the room, so one of them... That, that tracks. One of them had to make yeah. top eight. Um, <laughs> K, uh, I, th- I think a Jun deck made top eight. I can't remember if Cade made top eight or the other... Cade was playing Jun Saga, and then another guy, I can't remember his name, was playing traditional Jun, and it was doing well. Uh, another Hammer deck. There was a Hammer deck in top eight. And I don't recall... I couldn't... The other names I didn't recognize. There was like two or three names I didn't okay. recognize, but uh, okay, pretty di- cool. pretty diverse top eight, you know. Yeah, yeah, on, honestly. Sure. So, yeah. And and they're uh, just another like there really wasn't that many four color players, so it was me, Karthik. The oh, Karthik also made top eight. Who was playing four color? So there was two four color. Um, I think there was like five people playing Money Pile. So not a whole lot for ninety nine players. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, going over the data last time, there was uh, so many uh, uh, with the DreamHack event. That was the one. Uh, so for those who weren't aware, Tyler, this it's the same Tyler Hi. who made you got twelve. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got eleven, twelve. No, twenty second, and y'all said it wrong in the last one too. Oh, did we uh, really? I think he said twenty fourth okay. or fifth, but yeah, twenty second. No, yeah. Uh, or no, I think I think I think you like... said I was higher, but yeah, twenty second, and uh, okay. six and two was where I was at. I was. Near the top of the six and twos, but um, you walked us with some cash, and we got that part right. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, playing playing rhinos, so playing right, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, also well, another note when you when you were talking about it, 
uh, and you were talking about I can't remember you were talking about like the the deck names and stuff like that, and you were talking about like the diversity of the decks in the room, whatever. And then you mentioned like yeah, there was some there was one deck list called Teamer Agro, and I wasn't hundred percent sure what that was. I didn't really look into it, but I'll have to see that later. And that's what I that's what I registered the deck name as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. is that really? Because I, realized, I was, I I was after being that you're Teamer Agro. Oh my god, <laughs> it is. It's an aggro deck. That's good shit. <laughs> no, it's because it screws up that's, the data. That's amazing. So it's, <sighs> that, it's an aggro deck. But, that means but, uh, so much more. I turn sideways. Uh-huh. Is that wrong? Am I wrong? Tell him he's wrong. Am I wrong? I'm, all right. I'm just, so is my deck like <laughs> an aggro deck too? You're, no, you play yeah. a ramp deck. Oh, okay. Sure. Don't be silly. Hey, oh, you, right. You, you're that, being a that, goober that, right I, now. Look I, I, feel, I feel ridiculous. You're being a yeah. goob. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> but in, in that event, the DreamHack event, you know, we did see a a lot of Merktide players too. So I, I'm I'm not surprised that you said that there's a lot of Merktide players as well. It just feels like even that with just playing because we both play at that store, yeah, uh, somewhat frequently. I feel like there's always a fair bit of blue red, yeah, just everywhere. It helps too, like the Merktide deck outside of like Ragavan is is not a real expensive deck to build no like ragavan ragavan itself is the chunk of the deck it's like 360 or 340 for a playset whatever it is so right they they moved away from force negations um some of them have like chalices in the board so but yeah it's it's a pretty easy deck to get put together honestly yeah it's very yeah very accessible and like blue it's the same like if they play blue red like prowess it's like a lot of this or the lands i guess were expensive so you could just easily put that right. and ei and stuff like that it's just the creatures just the, yeah like you said the ragavants are the i mean the i think i think shredders are 80 ish a playset now or so i think yeah yeah so. yeah you must be right I'm, I'm glad i got those at 10 per before Ooh. they went up to like 20 I, which is still kind of a lot for a rare yeah um it's, it's but pretty good card though I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad. I, yeah, because that opens up some a lot more options for Pioneer, uh, for me if I want to play some decks like that. Right. So yeah. So so not great today for you. No. But... Our buddy. Our buddy Jacob uh, almost made top eight. He was four. Four. Oh, he's four one one going to last round, and his opponent was five and one, and uh, he. I think he got Rios. Uh, Jose Rios into top eight. So. Um, he had no chance, so he gave him the win. But he played uh, Jacob played Hammer, which he's been playing for months now. And uh, yeah, that's that sounds right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Hal, if I don't know if y'all know Hal Brady, but uh, he played Prison Tron, and uh, shocking, no one was the only Prison Tron deck in the room. And I and I think he might have went like X three, X two, maybe, but um, he did all right too and was happy with his deck. So. Shoutouts okay. to Hal, former Star City uh, Standard Open winner, I think it was. I, I he's won a Star City Open, so good player. Cool. Yeah, 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 very cool. Local guy. Yeah, I think it was. I think Kanisher said that Presentron is is better than you would that's, think. That's 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 the list he played. Yeah, to like is it? exactly okay. the same seventy five. So yeah, um, and. Uh yeah, so that I think uh I think I'm ready to move on to the next topic. Do uh do we want to talk about kind of each of our formats real quick? Uh so oh and 
uh, just so everyone knows, this is also the same title that we're going to play at the the NRG Trios event in about seven, eight weeks or so. Yeah, like two, so, two-ish months from now. Right. So. Yeah. And we're, um, for, for those who maybe just be listening, I'm going to be Brent, the Pioneer. I'm going to be in the Pioneer seat. Cole's going to be in the Modern seat. And Tyler's going to be at the other end of the table for me in the Legacy seat. Yeah, I'll be mm-hmm. far away from Brent. Yeah, uh, think, as you should, honestly. It, right, yeah. P- keep me as far away from Legacy as possible. Keep me that's, away from that's that our goober. Best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like playing Legacy. I like playing uh, the older formats. I like Legacy. I like Legacy Light, also known as Popper. So, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and talk about uh, I guess Double Masters. Cool. Uh, the 2022 Double Masters, Double Masters 2. Um, Cole, I've been talking a lot, and Tyler, you've been talking equally as much, so uh, I'll, I'll just start with you just to give you some audio waves. <laughs> what is uh, What are you most excited about looking uh, looking at the Double Masters uh, format? The format or the... Just whatever. <laughs> what, what are you happy about with the set coming out? Like, what... What are you doing like, right is, now? What art... <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what what is it? What's going on, man? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm excited about a lot of the reprints. Um, I'm a big advocate of if magic is cheap, it's way more accessible. Um, way more, way more fun for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Renit Six is needed to reprint for God knows how long. So I'm very happy that it finally got its reprint <laughs> that it needed. Um, other than that, though, they're like I'm more surprised they did the original Titans again. <laughs> I know we talked about it off off uh, off recording that they did the original three, right? Which I mean I, I think it's fine because like I know like Emrakul and Ulamog and Kozilek are like a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, at one one point Kozilek was a hundred because it yeah, was a hundred hundred smackers. It was the cheapest one to because Mill was like real good at the time, and it was the cheapest one that had the shuffle effect. So. Mana wise, but oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just so funny to me that um, that like they did those because like I know the new how much is New Lamog right now? Isn't it like a billion? Uh, he's, not that, he's not that much. It's, it's I think he's up there. Uh, the ceaseless hunger is uh, fifty dollars for uh, the cheapest art. And there are only one art of him. Yep. Okay. So there's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I realized, like, like as I looked at, there's three arts on Scryfall, which one is historic anthology, which is not real, and a promo, which is just always a foil. So that's uh, so that was great. Yeah. It, so the uh, one art is fifty dollars. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah like sorry. I, I don't know. Um, I think it's fine though because they're cool. Like the, I think the full arts. I think the full arts in this set are actually really cool. A lot of other sets do the full arts and they don't look nearly as cool as the kind of creativity that these have um yeah, these look great de- i love a lot of the art definitely a lot of new artists that are shining with these full arts oh they're, yeah they're so good yeah. we we were talking about the um the people that did what what's the um uh, what's the card what was it like dragon lord dramoka grim flare and all that yeah we had uh we talked about those a little bit love the spell pierce too really, yeah real good yeah so, but uh, I think there's a lot of really good art that they that they've done in the set, and some of the reprints, you know, are actually like pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, 
like Force of Negation, Reddit 6, obviously the ones I was talking about earlier that needed reprints for forever. Um, but there's some like random ones. Like if you're a Commander player, I'm sure you're super excited to see uh, Allosaurus Shepard and uh, what's what's the thing called? I mean, Dockside Extortionist. Even, even Legacy players for else Legacy players for Allosaurus because the card was like impossible to get in paper. Yeah, these uh, these are nice. They're uh, you know some of them are not the most requested ones and probably not even the most sought after ones but you know there's people are going to try to get these like this new inquisition of coast like art there's always jun players alike and shadow players that want to have the latest version of whatever i yeah i know a buddy who wants the new uh extended art renin six uh the cavern like for me cavernous souls being reprinted is a big deal because that was always like well, obviously i'm i'm a deck that plays up to four copies of the card right. but that that was a big deal like humans tribal um they like that card elementals that that's kind of squeaks in there yeah, i played i played two so right um yeah um cavern's nice the city of brass is nice forbidden orchard is like I think that's the first time it's been reprinted. Yeah, that, I think it was north of 25 years yeah. since it's printing, and it finally gets a reprint here. So, Well, I'm back to give my amazing opinion on the set. Um, I'm super glad that we got a Nicol Bolas reprint, the God Pharaoh. Yeah, the God. The people have been demanding that. I have yeah. been demanding it. Now, the real card to talk about <laughs> is, and I discovered it earlier, and y'all already know what I'm about to say, is the Blood Artist regular art in the set. Hmm. As a Yawgmoth player, I'm going to need some. I need, of those. I need to look at it because I don't think I actually looked at it earlier. She's what? hot. She a baddie. She is a baddie. God, scroll faster. There we go. Oh, skeleton <laughs> archer. Thank the Lord. I needed that. There, one. I mean, the, it's a master set. No, so I'm... my other opinion was going to be there's a lot of cards in the set that are obviously oh, garbage. Yeah, blood artist is nice. Yeah. Um, like we have like Thrax and Moondar, which. <laughs> hmm. There's, there, there's a, like, I, it's kind of funny that Thousand Year Storm got brought down from a mythic. Same thing with, what was the other card we talked about? It was Grim Flare and... Um, uh, well, Crisis. For down Crisis. Crisis. Yeah. 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 Crackling Doom's an uncommon now. Yeah. Bring back Con standard. And they kind of give us a lot of the best cards from, from the, from that kind of era, which is K-Command, Taylor Swift Spear, and Crackling like Doom. Crackling Doom. They yeah. didn't give us Rhino, though. We can't rebuild Right yeah, forget it. <laughs> yeah, what's even the point? Bring back cons fetches so that we can draft our favorite cons decks. I just noticed Asvertold is in the set, and I think it was pricey, right? It's a, it, was, it was a mythic, yeah, and it was pricey. I don't remember if it's still a mythic in this. It, it is a mythic still, yeah. It is still a mythic. I mean, there's a lot of really good cards. Like, as a commander player, like, Food Chain is a big deal. Right. Uh, Crossroads, Dockside. Oh, yeah, Concordant uh, Crossroads. That's that's huge. I mean, Food Chain was like hundred something dollars. Yeah, and like Mana Drain, I think Mana Vault's in it. I mean, the big, obviously, the biggest card is Seal. Yeah, that's you know going from being like a five hundred dollar card to probably still like three hundred dollars. Yeah, but you can pull it now, right? If you just spend your your earnings from work there. Yeah, just spend spend your rent money. Forget the yeah. rent. Buy this. You really want you really want that booster box of double masters. You know you do. You really want AC right now in Texas? No. 
Think about the mythics you could pull. You think could of, pull Brennan Six, Imperial Seal, Nicobolus the God Pharaoh. Think about this card Kali, for a second. Kalia the Vast Masters of Silumgar is a mythic. Look at that, dude. You, you have to buy the set. Also, the last master set, uh, which, uh, what was the last one called? Are you talking about double, the first double masters? Yeah, do, the first double masters was, had like an art, it was like kind of artifact heavy and like Kalis heavy. But this yeah, one, I'm gonna go look at it actually because I'm trying to remember what all was in it. Because it was a big, it was a big set. They was it? They like was it Time Spiral Remaster like more recent? Oh yeah, than, you're right. Oh yeah, I guess that is a master set. But they like. But to, is that a master set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, yeah, I think so. I think that's just like a. Well, I think it's just a block reprint set because like, ma- like to me, master sets are like. But they over they also a put, huge they span. put new cards in TSR. Oh well, yeah, they did. They did the uh, whatever the old border and stuff. Yeah. But I think most of the master sets like to reprint Mana Crypt, and Mana Crypt is not in this set. So. Well, yeah, well, I'm looking at the original master set. They did Jace, Avacyn, Dark Confidant, Doubling Season, Force of Will. But yeah, there's, uh, there's no Bob in this, I thought. Imperial Recruiter, uh, Death Shadows in it. Uh, let's see. Atraxa, which is a big deal. Yeah, all the swords got reprinted. Chrome Mox, Karn, Mana Crypt, Mox Opal, Trinisphere, Worm Coil. Jesus Christ, and Staring Bridge. Yeah, it was a, it was an artifact. <laughs> Engineered Explosives, they called Walking it, Ballista. They called it Tron Masters for a reason. Like, a lot of staples for that deck were in that. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was where we got the first, like, yeah, all tarts. And, and you get the yeah. big, ugly Karn. <laughs> you talking about Mr. Freeze? Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. It's the worst art ever. I hate that. I love that art. I How hate, dare you? I hate that art. So, I don't like the worm coil art that much. The fuller one, I like that one. Yeah, I don't like that one. Little... I like the original one. The original one looks dope. Yeah, it's always dope, of course. Yeah, I forgot how like it's so funny looking at the alt arts for this double master set, and there might be like twenty, and then in the new master set, there's like fucking like the whole set. Yeah, <laughs> they can no. get I, th- I think it's a hundred and thirteen of them have alt the, art. So the crazy way that like the game has come because now Wizards knows that they can print money. Yeah. It's so. It's also wild to me. Like it was Core nineteen and then Double Masters, all before Zendikar Rising and stuff. What do you What do you mean or Core I think, nineteen? I think if this is going by when releases were, it was Core nineteen into Double Masters. Core nineteen. Core set nineteen was twenty eighteen. We right. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Like, oh no, it's going the other way. Oh, I see. Okay, so okay. when Core Twenty Throne, or yeah, Throne. Oh, you talking about when they started doing all these crazy new art? Yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah. the that was the Teferi core set, right? And it had yeah. That was, it was I think it was Throne that started it, wasn't it? Because you could get all the storybook arts and stuff, right? Yeah. And then they did the alt art, full art Planeswalkers like Oko. But even then, the in, th- him. in Throne, it was just yes, unban Oko. In Throne, it no. was just. The normal art and then the storybook art, and that was it. Well, besides the placewalkers, because they had uh, the full arts. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, because you get the the Oko where he's like sexy Oko, clean, sexy Oko. Yeah. yeah, that's like crazy expensive now, and that card sees no play anywhere ever. But yeah, he's sexy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I like this set. I wanna, I wanna draft this set. I wanna. I heard drafting was a lot of fun for I want to do sealed. I want to, like, have the god, you know, pool of, like, I don't know, get a get a Eldrazi in there with, with a red and six in my deck and, like, have some crazy red-green ramp deck. Because, like, 
I want to play like three rampant growths in a deck and play bounce lands, and it just seems like a fun, a fun limited set for sure. Oh, I just realized that Shadowborn Apostle has a reprint that's in this set. That's pretty big. Yeah, because that card was like I think five dollars in Apostle. Right, and you what? It's like you can have you have as many as you want, right? That's the thing. Yeah, and you want and I, like if you build a commander deck, you need like fucking fifty of it's them like or something. Thirty to forty, yeah, something crazy like that. I think I remember looking at like Apostle decks at the time for Commander, <laughs> and it was like 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 eight hundred dollars just in Apostles or yeah. something. It's crazy. And then, and then, like, your five demons that you play. Yep. Your Beelzebuk. Beelzebuk. Is that the one that's Sack a Creature? Be- Belze- no, that's Ra- that's Razakath. Razakath's the Sack a Creature Tutor, right? Yeah, Beelzebuk is the... Um, the big one from Amonkhet? It's, 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 it's around that time, because that's in the storyline when Lily was killing them. He might be the Dominaria oh, yeah. one. What's the Dominaria? Oh, no, he was the Dominaria one. He's the, yeah, he's the he, not great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, because the first one that she kills is the one from Origins, which was like Kothufed or whatever. Right, yeah. Well, technically, I think story-wise, it's technically Gristlebrand. Oh, yeah, she, sure, of course. She yeah. opened the Hell Vault to kill him. Hell. She brought back Avacyn just to, just to kill Gristlebrand. <laughs> she did it, though. Yeah, she wanted to kill him. She was yeah. like, hey, man. Brent doesn't care. Brent doesn't like lore. Wow. Confirmed. Oh, wait, is there, does lore happen? Confor- confirmed lore hater. Yeah, I know, right? Brent Wagner hates lore. <sighs> I can't believe I do this podcast with him. I'm over here like talking about the story of Magic the Gathering. He's like, is that card playable? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, story-wise, she's more powerful. Well, now that, well, after Eldritch Moon, they said they're never going to do that again. They said they weren't going to print story story cards powerful just because they're powerful or like powerful in the story because that's what happened with Emrakul. Yep. They were like, well, we got to make her busted because she's <laughs> she's gross. She's so hard to cast. She's thirteen mana. Like you're never going to cast. Oh, you cast it on turn seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've watched some of like like I talked about before. I've been watching old pro tours and man, it's so it's so wild to me those standard formats. By the way. They were powerful, like that. that well, no, yeah. but like they're so different than like when we were playing Throne and you had Rainbow Lands. Oh, dude! And then like, cause like, uh, I think I'm watching the Kaladesh one, and the best X is like red white vehicles. Yep. Where you're playing Needle? What's what's the man land from Battle that has uh, double it, strike? Needle spires. Needle, needle spires, yep. and then you're playing like blue red emerge. Yep. With your with the uh, the tap land that just comes into play tapped. <laughs> That's blue red, and I was like, "This is this is what standard needs to be." I love that; it yeah. looks so good. And then we got to like throne and stuff, and it was like, "Oh, Fable Passage, play a Shockland." Like I haven't been cast playing... Oko. Yeah, I've been playing Magic as long as y'all, but the last time I felt like, "Oh, standard's fun." It's like kind of fair was when the gate, like in that Ravnica standard, when like Gates was like like a legitimate deck and it was like are you talking about like allegiance and stuff yeah 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 where the where you had the goat (laughs) yeah and you had the goat and you had the gatekeeper colossus and then you had the big old guy that was like zero mana essentially and and you played arboreal grazers and oh i'm listening you can't you can't say brett's favorite card sorry but uh i'm awake (laughs) but yeah that was last time like i felt like i don't know some of those decks did play nexus of fate which was you know probably a mistake in that standard format because Nexus was real dumb and surprised it never got banned. But um, yeah, even then, though it still felt like it was good in its format because like it, it's funny 
we're gonna go on a tangent here because we That's Brent and I have talked about when we both have gotten into the game. And I remember I think I've been playing longer than Brent has. Oh, I because guys, I was, I've I've been playing like Battle for Zendikar a Battle for Zendikar release. That's basically when I started playing. Yeah, because I was playing and competitively paper. when Origins and like when you could play like Rally. Yeah. Because I was playing into battle, because I remember when Gideon came out and I was like, this card's insane. <laughs> yes. It still is insane. I love that card. It's like one of my favorite Magic the Gathering cards. And I hated that like Jace was $100. And, yeah. Oh my god. It's good times. Yeah, my uh, my first ever Magic thing was M19 pre-release. You might have been working. It was at Gen X. I went with my buddy Bobby and my friend Alan, and I had no idea how to build a deck or whatever. My promo was Resplendent Angel, and my friend Bobby was so mad that I opened it because he really wanted it. I was like, I'm just going to give you the card after we're done. Like, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I had a really... Uh, he helped me build my deck, and it was a pretty good deck. And I think I got I think I think got one win, I think. But, uh, yeah, I just got hooked, man. And like, I'm so glad that like we're getting back to Paper Magic because pre-releases are such a good way to get into the game. They're fun, and they're they're fun. so much fun. They're like, fun. there's nothing on the line. You get new cards, especially if you're like just getting into the game. You don't care, anyways. Right. If you open something, like everything's cool to you. Like, even, I wish I could refill that. Even when we were just recently with the uh, new Capenna, and you were like, "I really want Ob and stuff like that." Just like th- chasing that card was was fun. And I remember someone was opening a box and. They they ripped an off or they peeled an off and I was like, can we can I have that? And oh yeah, like there's just so many things like so many minute things that you never realized you missed until COVID hit. Really, yeah, because like that right there where you talk about like chasing cards was so much fun or building bullshit like the the five color deck I built. Right. Yeah. Even like Cole back when we were uh, just recently with Nuka Panna, like we were, we both thought Ob was was the tits like we that so card we really is. wanted. Uh, stand by it, yeah. Um, I won't fall. It, I I know. Well, um, but we we really wanted it because Cole, you you were considering it for your deck and uh, for um, Yogmoth too, like at the time. So, and we thought the card was good anyway. And even just like trying to chase down that card was fun because someone opened a box and they had op, and I immediately went, uh, "Is that available?" And they were like, "Nope, I have a plan for or I have a deck." that I want to build that includes op so it's not so but even just stuff like that's fun like i wanted the uh titan of industry foil for my deck yeah uh yeah even though that's probably just never leaving my amulet box because that card's not very good but no. it was still just it's fun Whoa. to chase those cards <laughs> Whoa. either way yeah like like i was saying in general like it, it's it's stuff that when COVID hit that you never realized you'd miss in magic because like like i missed hanging out with everybody doing random bs like pre-releases and stuff and just like doing a lot of really fun and stupid things and just like seeing whatever like oh what'd you pull what'd you get oh sick like oh my oh yeah that, that was always fun like Being my jealous of- my promo was trash but my deck was really good and like yeah my deck was all commons but i went 3-0 with it like you know like you love that stuff and it's always fun my uh now I'm like on the other end of it now where like I've had a lot of times where like I sit down across someone who's like oh this is my first pre-release and I'm like oh that's cool and then like helping someone with like the phases of magic and and all that stuff and that's that's what I like the most is it's just the interactions and stuff and oh yeah that's I miss it nice to go back to it slowly but surely one of my first days at because I finally played FNM like for the first time I showed up one week had like 
basically it's like mono black cards i had it was a terrible terrible deck i had no idea how to build a good deck and then i was like okay well i guess we'll, we'll do a draft or something next week and i didn't have because i had like no no real collection of cards and no good decks but it was, for me it was fun to play like a limited format where it's like I'm uh, me versus Tyler who may ha may have been playing longer, but we're kind of on a level or playing field and we're playing with the same power level of cards, like roughly. So that that's just really fun to me too. And especially starting out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, just like you said, like new get, you talk to these newer players and you kind of help them out too. And that's even, that's fun. Like yeah. That's, that's, that's a great part of magic. Just like seeing, like, oh, what you got? What got you into it? It's like, oh, I watched episode of Game Nights, or uh, my my buddy who's played for a long time gave me his card, so like, I'm kind of in it to win it now. So <laughs> that always happens, but that, yeah, it's cool. It's uh, it's always I always want more people to play. It's always better to have more people to play with because then the game will just keep going and going and going, and right. uh, yeah, it's pretty common for me to like I'll play pre-release or whatever and if the store has extra kits i'll like i want to take another one to on the road to just crack a few extra packs cracking packs for, and a new set's always fun oh especially yeah if you're kind of chasing something that's sweet pack crack <laughs> except when it's a collector booster because nowadays oh, that, that, that one's that one's a feel bad I've opened many collector boosters and then like looked at my pulls and been like this sucked yeah they're usually <laughs> terrible they're they're a usually mostly terrible be mostly terrible and they're all crimped or they're already hot dogged or like you have one good card and then like it's also hot dogged like because <laughs> <laughs> of the new foiling that they do yeah so i no joke i have like these uh cigar humidifiers that I keep in a container for my foils because all the new new foils are like that yeah, they all, all suck um and i keep them in there for like overnight and then it helps a lot like the karn the great creators that have the um stained glass oh are, yeah those are and notorious they, yeah they're they're pretty bad and i i think i'm gonna play karn in my amulet deck and i'm looking at them and like oh they're kind of fucked again so i gotta put them back in the container and you know go through that all over again like all my new foils that they just i just drop them right in there yeah that's smart i will say though the etched foils uh, as a they, they like, seem like they stay pretty they're flat. they're legit they they don't they don't ever crimp or or uh, or hot dog at all like i've never i have a place at uh i can't remember what it is some some modern staple and i've had them since they came out and they've never like budged and they're perfect and uh i just like the way yeah, they're cheap and they're all and most of the time they're cheaper than the normal foil which is crazy like why not just get the cheaper version which isn't a hot dog <laughs> like <laughs> i don't understand that but you know whatever yeah yeah i didn't like i, I personally didn't like the i guess the uh modern horizons etch etch cards i didn't like them very much personally like i paid i, I was willing to pay a little extra for like the Urza saga i mean for them to look a little nicer i'm gonna put it in an inner sleeve into another sleeve and then never notice that it's an edge foil after that so for me yeah, it's, it, kind of, it, yeah, it's for, kind of hard to tell sometimes for me it doesn't it don't yeah. it doesn't matter but teach your own you know like yeah for sure yeah yeah 
Um, oh, and for me, because I know listeners were like, well, what does Brit want in the double master set? I'm just <laughs> glad that uh, that the I, I'm getting very cool bounce lands. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, so what I want in double... <laughs> so let's go... Uh, let's No, let's continue with what I want. Um, <laughs> no, that, no, I mean, that's, seriously, that's kind of it for me. The, the bounce lands are cool. And yeah, I think so. Like, it's... Uh, I, kind of unexpected. Oh, the amulet player thinks the bounce lands are cool. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> fucking wild. It was I uh, unexpected, I, I think, for a lot of people that they're like box toppers too. But uh, it's cool. Like they get new art and they look cool. They look good, and they're not going to be expensive or nothing. So I was looking. I was like, do I need to buy? They're like eight dollars, approximately eight dollars on TCG as of the time of this recording. Yeah. I don't know if I should jump on it or not. I just never know with these. I I can't imagine uh, that they're ever gonna be. I they have the feeling of like they will drop significantly within a couple weeks. I mean, it's what happened with the first one. Uh, like the Goblin Guide full art, like went way down. Right. Yeah, I know. Like at Boardwalk, like when, if you did well enough, you get like a promo, and they just had like a pile of Goblin Guides. Like, uh, you want one? And they were cheaper foils than they were non-foils. Yeah, they kind of just start passing out Goblin Guides everywhere, if I'm being honest. No, yeah, no. And they were like the best-looking Goblin Guides, yeah. I would say. I, I love that that new promo, whatever it is, the old border one. Right, yeah, so, me too. So good. Yeah, the the bounce land, the new, the fuller bounce land arts are really good. I love the Chancery uh the aqueduct is cool they're all pretty cool like them a lot so anything else with double masters are we ready to move on to our next topic oh the um just quickly for the popper popper player here the uh the downshifts for some of these cards there's like i think there's eight of them there's not very many but uh, big ones, uh, I, th- I think the biggest one is, is Swift Spear being downshifted to common and being popper legal is really, really good for that burn deck because Gitu Lava Runner is not great. <laughs> what? And, and having <laughs> this thing that just gets way bigger than a Lava Runner uh, is real, real nice. And uh, Lava Coil downshifted as well, really good removal spell. Um, experiment one uh, also 10th what's it called 10th district legionnaire the boros two drop from when you War- target it it does something yeah it's a common now so it the red white heroic is already a is already a deck in popper and now it's just got like a really good card that like gives you card selection like it's quite good um, but I mean I don't not much to say outside of that it's just cool to see some some of these uh uncommon staples that are now going to be popper staples so uh mostly excited for a swift spear because i will definitely if i play popper in paper it will be <laughs> the burn deck because the burn deck is just the legacy deck without sulfuric vortex so it's really really good <laughs> It, it, it is wild because it, it's like it's a deck that plays four fire blast and every single one mana deal three damage. You don't get, you know, charm or whatever, but you don't need it because you're just they're just dead by like turn three or whatever. Turn four. Crazy. Uh, Jeskai, Jeskai Elder is also now a common 
Um, the two-drop blue creature prowess that draws you cards when it connects. So maybe there's a blue-red prowess list that pops up. I, I, I'm pretty sure there already is, but... Yeah, and then... Oh, Seeker the Way. Seeker the Way is a, a common now. Oh, was it not a common originally? I don't think so. I think it was uncommon. Uh, you know, you're probably right. And uh, that's also really good for the, the red-white deck, so... Giving uh, giving this thing lifelink... It was a common in Iconic Masters. Was it? Okay, okay, cool, cool. I was just checking that, yeah. I just... Yeah, it was. It totally was, yeah. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Brent. Just Popper All Star over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Militia Bugler is a common. <laughs> Which oh, it, the... that's so funny. Cedric's, that's so funny. Cedric's least favorite card. Yeah. Which it's probably pretty good in Popper. It's yeah, probably pretty good. Um. Yeah, just another three drop thing that has card selection on it for an aggro deck. So. That's like a 3-2 Vigilance, right? 2-3 two, two, Vigilance, yeah. 2-3 Vigilance, yeah. You look at the top four, you get a creature with power two less, put it in your hand. I played humans. <laughs> it did. Bugler was played in humans for about uh, one day. So Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> then you put your Mantis Friars in the bottom, you're like, okay, I'll take this, uh, <laughs> this Noble Hierarch. This is great. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go! Definitely don't want the better creature here. Definitely don't yeah. want that. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I'm excited for Double Masters. So, yeah. Uh, so let's go. Let's talk about uh, Legacy uh, specifically because we have Tyler on with us. Uh, I'm. I know. I'm not very dialed into Legacy, but uh, Tyler, I know you've kind of been uh, mulling over your options in the Legacy seat. Um, last I talked to you, I think in person, you were kind of leaning a little bit harder on the death and taxes, like you kind of said earlier. Um, where's your head at uh, now uh, with the format? Yeah, um, honestly, Legacy hasn't... It's kind of been same-ish for a little while now. Um, when they when they banned Ragavan, like, people... They weren't think... You know, it wasn't a spoken thing where people were like, oh, Delver's just gonna fall to the wayside. It's like, no, Delver's still Delver. It's always gonna be the best deck if like you know if not the best deck it'll be the second best deck so um the format the like the meta wise it's it's still your your staples you your delver your mono red prison archetype uh the this a cast list is really really good um reanimator has seen a big uptick um but yeah, DNT being good in that format uh, is quite nice because you know budget wise, it's on the cheaper side. Uh, I would say burn is an option, but burn is not an option because it's just not a good deck of legacy, sadly. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I really like DNT in a force of will format and just sticking. Honest to God, having a Thali on turn two can just beat a lot of decks. And it's it's just good. And it's 
and it's a it's also a Yorion deck, which is it's the only Yorion deck in Legacy, the only good one. But uh, Mono White gets a lot of really good tools, and you're playing Vile, so you kind of just don't care about Force of Will. Um, and it's still the same Wasteland list, and it's even playing their the numbers fluctuate, but they play some amount of Field of Ruins, so you just have a lot of ways to punish these these decks that play like one basic or two basics and so it's good um outside you know not a whole lot to say it's it's still dnt it's the newer thing now is it's your yawn like 80 cards just just the way to go because you get to fit everything you want into it um you get to play gta and gta is a dumb card it's a broken <laughs> card so, yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, Lion Sash from Kamigawa recently is a really good addition for it. Being able to get it off Stoneforge and having uh, easier graveyard interaction for the deck is quite nice in game ones. So it gives you a little bit more of a chance against Reanimator. Um, so you don't just lose to a, what is it, Iona immediately where they <laughs> just name white you're like oh my whole deck's white weird are they not doing the um whatever it's called anymore the oh, what's the other the thing? emissary yeah I, th- I think they play emissary i think they yeah they they're the ropes recently has both uh chancellor and Sierra's emissary oh they're not oh they don't they don't play iona no. anymore okay yeah what I, I that back they don't see it that's know. wild that's that's crazy. For for a while, it was it was Iona, and then you had the emissary in the board to bring in. But I guess the thought process was, oh, you're, they're playing Archons and Griefs, so yeah, you kinda, Archon's pretty good though. Yeah, Archon's really really good. Yeah, you kind of yeah. you don't have room for Iona anymore, I guess. But outside of that, it is still Legacy Reanimator. You're playing Lootings. You're trying to Dark Ritual and Tomb. You know exhume out your grizzle brand and then win turn one essentially so yeah a lot of a lot of variety a lot of good decks still um but i i think i will be pretty dead set on death and taxes we saw that i shared with you all that spicy shadow list which may or may not be good probably on the the less good side compared to other things. I always felt like Shadow is good. It just requires, like, real-type play. My, I love that blue-black Shadow list that they were playing a couple years ago where you were playing Street Race and then you would reanimate your Street Wraith and then you add, like, a huge Shadow on turn three as opposed to, you know, turn four or whatever. But, yeah, there's still, like the fringe painter deck sneak and show is kind of falling to the wayside a little bit still still played but there was a time where sneak and show was just just the best deck uh, brent's favorite deck yeah or no, was it sneak and show yeah it was sneak and show. yeah but yeah realistically i'm looking at dnt um i have access to delver if i really want to i can i can get volcanics so yeah, that's 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 what I like, and I just I I kind of love D and T, 
So I'm, I'm looking forward to jamming in on McGo and just getting prepped for that. And I like we've talked about it before because I keep thinking there's another set coming out <laughs> before no. that tournament because there's <laughs> a set out every single month it seems like. But uh, it's probably not going to change. Uh, that that list is not going to change, and I don't think the meta is going to be that wild. There's not too crazy of innovations happening. Like this is kind of set in stone for a little while. So I'll just say legacy is the hardest to innovate in, just because like price wise and paper, right? And it's just yeah, I'll have to learn. I have to learn my Delver matchup, uh, how to fight the A cast deck. Pretty sure because A cast is pretty affordable for a legacy deck. Um, compared to a four volcanic island deck or whatever or whatnot, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, last the last legacy tournament we did was the one in Oklahoma. Me, Jacob, and Drew, and I was in the legacy seat, and I uh, I took Burn because that was the only legacy deck I I had available. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, round two, I played the only other burn player in the room, and uh, he was he won he was on the play game one. I was on the play game two, and then he was on the play game three. And you can just tell who won because they were on the play. So <laughs> that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes with that deck when you play a mirror match and in in uh, legacy. So yeah, legacy's great, still great. Um. And I'm looking forward to uh, playing with you guys. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be. A, it'll, I, I'm. I'm so looking forward to it. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, let's let's jump over to the modern sea. I know Cole, we're you're you're basically still hard locked into playing Yogmoth. The father. Um, but yeah, but um, I don't, I've I was kind of like wondering if. Like, I, I, I don't really love talking about, like, bands, uh, potential bands happening, but um, I was just thinking, like, is, is Four Color just maybe slightly too good? That seems like the most likely targeted deck, but um, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, I don't even talk about it. I mean, it. I, I would love for Four Color to get, to get the ban what, hammer. What do they, they ban? I mean, I, I would say, like, if Rin wasn't reprinted, that would be the likely one. I don't care about that card. The thing is, I'm talking about the like, like that card. It's like you keep two lands, Ren, and th- other random cards, and it's just a keepable hand. Like, right. It doesn't matter. That it's a solitude or fury because Ren is the fetch lands. It's a land drops for the rest of the game, and that's a really good card. Much less the other text. And then the occasional Besaidu loop with Ren and Six is also really even really, yeah yeah besage loop also um and then some of the lists play soakins on so it's just like looping soakins ons over and over again just getting all your all these one ones for yeah, free someone, essentially so they looped uh Ottawara on me which is oh way worse gosh. than i mean that's was, a nightmare yeah it's it's annoying yeah um yeah uh you know you're gonna be you're gonna be trying to beat Murktide. You're gonna be trying to beat Hammer. You're gonna be trying to beat um, Shadow, uh, Living In, Rhinos. Like, but Yog- I think Yogmoth does well against most decks. So, I th- yeah. And 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 Cole is a good enough player and knows how to play that deck. Right. Uh, Cole, what? What are? <laughs> I'm what serious. Are you, 
No, I, I mean, as far as like pilots who would play Yawgmoth, I'm glad Cole's in that seat playing it. Yeah. Like, over, over, over really anyone else playing that deck. Literally like, the only deck I play. <laughs> it's, well, but it's also like you're a very competent pilot with it too. Like, if it was like Tyler playing Yawgmoth, I'd be a lot more nervous. Um, I, I, I would too. No, no, I've, never, I've you, never played so, it. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, same same with me playing it. Uh, in your point of view, it's like it's like what's what's this guy doing, you know? But Cole, it's, you know, you got twenty fourth at the HBMO and you put up really good results. And like even your losses it with the deck, like they're fucking close. Like yeah, you yeah, like it's a it feels like a deck where it's like the margins are really tight, and like I'm sure you'll you'll be fine in that seat, but. Um, what are like? What's what's this? What's your nightmare with Yogg? Like, what are you? Four color. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well that's great. Solid. What's 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 yeah? But say what's what's the what is the? I'm actually thinking the main that thing I might have color. to play Magus. Okay. To beat okay. four color. But they don't. They like don't... it, it slows them down enough that they have to have Solitude or Fury. Yeah. They have to have one of them to deal with him. I imagine that's why they play it. I. I have yet to find a really good counter card for them. Yeah. Besides Grist. Grist is really good. Like, that's Grist the most annoying good. card for them. But the thing but, was with Four Color, like, they don't care about the... Most of the time they don't care about the Blood Moon effects because they're playing Abundant Growths, and... It just depends on the flavor. Because yeah. if it's, like, the Yorian one, yeah, they'll play around Blood Moon a lot. But if it's not, you can kind of wing it. I mean, it. They're, it, they're all Yorian now, so... Yeah. It's just, there's, like, the Counterspell version... There's the Elementals version, and then there's like the weird like mix or like mashup of the two. So, but uh, there's kind of a Delirium one too, which is kind of oh yeah. I mean that's, that's they're all they're all very much the same, but it's like with like Delirium's kind of another card. Yeah, is, it, is that the one very, playing Traverse? Very, very, very. I saw a Traverse and like main deck Emrakul at times. Yeah. Traverse. There, I saw that. That was recent. Someone they yeah, were that playing was Traverse. A, that was Zach Allen at NRG. He yeah. was playing Traverse and Emrakul in the main. Like a very targeted uh metagame he was he was attacking. He top aided, so yeah. it worked out. I always look for his list for everything because he's a really good deck builder. He, he got double top eights that weekend I know. He got in Pioneer two uh, at the uh, Esper Control, I believe. I wanted to play that list, but I could <laughs> not get some of those cards, so Yeah. Yeah, how, I mean, you could. How are you? I, like, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was. Gonna, I was gonna say. I like. I. I think. If you play Magus, you probably can't play uh, our our favorite card, right? Because they're kind of their 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 role is similar. Wouldn't you say? Are you talking about uh, the Hepatra? Yeah. No, I, I have to play her. That's like a given. But she's I, she's a one of right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I think Magus is kind of stupid. I do too. Like, I it comes down to like, do I just kind of decide the matchup is just not a, a real matchup that I can beat? No, I I, I don't think that's the case because you definitely can. Like, I don't know. A lot of times, like, you'll think they'll have it, but just have like stunk hold nothing. But you know, I don't know. The the threat is that they always have solitude <laughs> or endurance. Yes. You know, so. Torpor Orb. Let's go. Yeah, Torpor Orb. Pretty good. 
So outside of uh, so what about like blue red for like, just other good decks? Well, like, Merc a good red? matchup for me. Yeah, you'd say so. Okay, yeah, I guess like Young Wolf's into rag into Ragavans is pretty good. Oh uh, well, that and like Gris just kills Merc Tides. Okay. True. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of decks can deal with Merc Tide, so that's that's a good point. Yeah, Gris uh, is a tutorable thing that can kill a Merc Tide. Have you played against a lot sure. of Hammer? Yeah, Hammer. Well, now that they don't have Luris, their late game is a lot worse. But they, it's <laughs> they can kill you on turn three, though. No, I mean <laughs> they can, two. but you you kind of have to flip the coin on it. Like if and, they if they have it, they have it. That's what yeah. I've always gone with. And I guess Even with the. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, like kind of thinking about Hepatra versus Cauldra. Like, that's kind of a lot to line up, and Cauldra mm. kind of attacks pretty hard. But I guess like you can also just like neuter it as as it's getting into the red zone a little bit to stabilize. I don't know. And you don't care about spell pierce because they play spell pierce in the main now. So no, I don't, spell pierce doesn't do anything. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's yeah. I guess I guess it's still the same matchup. Luris is more annoying, obviously, but <laughs> yeah, Luris just lets them have like the most phenomenal late game of all time. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, the last the last decks I think are interesting or matchups are like Living End and um, Amulet and maybe Footfalls. Like those are the only interesting decks. Like, what are your thoughts on those specific matchups? Uh, Footfall sucks. <laughs> um, but it always I, sucks. I could see that, yeah. Well, like turn three is ten power, and the the biggest problem with footballs is that it tramples. Right. Like if yeah. if footballs didn't trample, I think the match would be really easy. But they trample, which sucks. And then Titan, we always talk about, is one of those matchups that is really, really iffy. <laughs> yeah, that's where Magus really shines. Like that's the argument for Magus. But like I think with Hepatra, that's a Good enough. Oh yeah, Hepatra, like that's how I beat Titan all the time is you play Hepatra and then they're like, Oh damn, I lose. Right. Even like Necromentia in the board is such a good card oh, too. Yeah, it, it helps hate, a lot. I hate that card. It's it's so no, I thought, it's so good, I just I, I always lose to it. When I first <laughs> saw it, like that's a card that you're just like looking at, you're like, well that's just a stupid card. But then like seeing it in action, I'm like, okay, it's pretty good. It's really, like if you just rip weird. out all the Really if you good. rip out all the footfalls, if you rip out all the titans, if you rip out all the, you know, whatever, it's just it's a good card. Like I, I get it. Yeah, my my two losses at the Star City where I played Tron at were to Yogmoth, and they had turned to Necromentia after the sideboard games, and it was just brutal. <laughs> you can't you can't beat that. Like it's so hard to to yeah. It's yeah. It's a really good sideboard card for the deck for sure. Yeah. And what about living in coal? Like, did, I that one seems weird to me. Like, I can't process what that those games look like. Uh, uh, Grist is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Grist, Grist is just really good. Yeah. He, just the uptick on Grist against living end is just so powerful against them. Like, they have just such a tough time with it. Yeah. Yeah. You do get in those post board endurance battles with them though. Where yeah. you have like that turn where they're trying to live like cascade into it and you're having to like fight through it and like essentially just try to go off when you don't want to, but Yeah, yeah. the other annoying thing is um oh god, what's that card called? The the blue one. The bounce land? No. Sub- subtlety. Yeah. 
Oh, so, yeah. oh, yeah, salty. Oh, oh uh, Cole, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> poor Titan player here. Yeah, let's feel sorry for me. Thank you. Yeah, no, subtlety is is a messed up card too. <laughs> yeah, very messed. All the pitch elementals weird. A free card yeah. is 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 really good. Yeah, don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Who'd have it, thought? Also, it, it also helps that you have like what eight virtual endurances in your deck. Yep. Post uh, post board <laughs> it, it pre board you have five, which is already more than what's legal. <laughs> so that's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> how do they keep getting away with this <laughs> my deck's just cheating the deck dude i don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah i was like oh weird but i got my endurance back this is cool oh cool sweet <laughs> oh neat what a card <laughs> yeah um have you what about burn uh, burn is seeing a little bit more a little bit more play than burn is the literal biggest coin flip uh okay because like if they just have the nut then you really can't beat that like, there's not really anything you can do about them just going off. But mm-hmm. if you could kind of fight through it with, uh, if you're on, like, back when we were on Essence Ward and it was a lot better. Oh, right, yeah. But now that, now that they're not, you're uh, have, a lot have, more. Do you have any ways to gain life consistently? Uh, Blood Artist. Oh, you can just oh, throw, right, Blood Artist. throw stuff yeah. in front of them. Yeah. Or Zulaport, if you're me. Okay. Z- Zulaport's the, 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 the new The newer guy, right? Or is that not in, st- in no, the food guy, anymore? or not the, the food guy, the treasure oh, guy? And, and, and yeah, the guy. I and, still and like keeper. that card. Some of them do. I still think I would. I like that card a lot. I just look at the five O. Like I'm gonna pull up a few lists. I didn't see it in the first list. Yeah, it's weird. It's not even there anymore. Yankeeper. Yeah. I, I like don't say too much in the loop, but it's like it's kind of wild to not see it now. Oh well. Yeah. Feels more uh, less less powerful than the other because yeah you can just play essence warden it's one mana cheaper so yeah I mean it's a lot of mana dorks uh, at the one drop slot I guess uh, okay I guess it's it's fine yeah okay. I, I'm just used to seeing Cole always play it so it's I like it I might okay nothing nothing wrong with it yeah. Okay, cool. Well, let's uh, let's go to my seat, Pioneer seat. And this was like, I think last week, Cole, we were talking because this we the last podcast was about the BNR announcement where EI and Winota were banned, and I immediately said like, I think Lotusfield just skyrockets to be a much better deck. <laughs> but apparently, I'm the only one who thinks that or thought that at the time. And uh, like, people are super low on that deck, and I. Like I'm obviously I'm biased, but I think the deck is better than people give it credit for. And even just like going through discords, I agree with people, you. Yeah, well, people are like, yeah, no, everyone says Lowesfield's pretty bad, but they just turned for me every time. I don't <laughs> get it. It's like, like yeah, it's probably because it's still a fine deck. Because like, it's I don't still know. really good. nothing. It didn't lose anything. Like right, it just straight yeah. benefited from from the bands. Like yeah. Uh, I, I will say like uh, the at at the uh, the one of the stores that place that I go to play Pioneer with they had uh, eight people, so including myself, me and two other people were on Lotusfield, so it was a pretty miserable room. So I wanted, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't I didn't play the following week, but like I'm still like uh, I looked at you know I'm 
really like Brian Cook's list. He his win caused basically wish into Nimizit with and with Falcon Awakening, you just uh, machine gun down your opponent to death. But I think I'm like a little bit low. Like I'm I'm not so sure about Lotus Field. Um, but recently I've been playing uh, a little bit more uh, Neoform Velomachus. And I'm like so mixed on that deck right now. Uh, I'm gonna actually, if you want to follow along with me, because you probably don't know this, even if you're pretty well versed into Pioneer, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, the deck list I'm referencing. The the basically the TLDR of the deck is you play a Delve creature, which is Hooting Mandrels or Tassiger, Neoform into Velomachus, and with eight Time Walks in your deck, you just cast them, and it plays uh, two different versions of surveil five for two mana the uh uh the, uh i don't Dis- have the name dis- contingency plan is one of them dispersal discovery do you no discovery dispersal do you play that one no or no, no? It, no it's it's not a uh it's not a split card it's oh, a other otherworldly gaze is one you play uh, otherworldly gaze is at the one drop slot um yeah that also is like slightly worse but that card's really fucking good in the deck yeah i think so 100%. uh yeah and um but basically it's just one in a blue surveil five basically is the text and usually you bend four to five cards you're just digging for one of the pieces because you really have to you have to delve your into a six drop creature and then neoform to get your seven drop valmachus and with time walks you win the game it can somewhat win consistently on turn three um what I hate about this deck is uh, basically like uh, it can never beat a spell pierce or a basic counter spell or right. like anything. Yeah. Because you obviously neoform, you lose your creature when you cast it, and it just it hurts <laughs> to lose. Um, so you play a, a heavy set of your own discard spells, so thought seizes in the main, duresses in the board to kind of like make sure the coast is clear when that's relevant. Um, but it can never be a spell pierce, and that's that's what kind of stinks. Um, also, like, whereas, like, for example, like, because I'm I like combo decks a little bit more than like the I lean towards those decks. And Lotus Field, it could it could loot it could like move on like kind of the combo turns like all right here's a test spell counter okay fine now I can go you know stuff like that. Whereas, like, this one, it, yeah, I'm so all in on the play, like, with Velmachus, so that just terrifies me. Also, like, black decks with Thoughtseize or Discard, against Lotusfield, it's like, yeah, you may take a good card, but it doesn't, like, it doesn't annihilate the Lotusfield player. This is, I might have, like, one good card, and it might be, like, Neoform, which is uh, in the deck, and if you Thoughtseize me, that could just take me off for, like, multiple turns right. so that's so so rough and you know you only in the problem another big problem is like lotus field you kind of have multiple avenues to get to a spot where you can just like cast peer into the abyss and win the game because you dig deep you make a lot of mana you know just whatever and but this it's like oh you took ethosis by neoform now i have three copies left in my 50 car pile and it's <laughs> going to be who knows where those are and even if surveil five to just duke for that one for that next copy is just so tough. So I I kind of hate it because of that. But I really like how fast it can pit it, like it can win. Like I was nervous about Karn, the great like Mono Green uh devotion is obviously one of the best decks 
a lot of people would say it is the best deck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Karn into Grafdigger's Cage, we just lose the game, like, straight away. There's And we have, like, no lands to interact with it. We have nothing to deal with it. Our pivot is just these uh, four-power creatures, which are somewhat acceptable, but uh, it's it's not going to win a heavy percentage of games. So I'm ner- I was nervous about that, but as I kind of thought about it, I think we can get on the board a little bit faster than they could stick that. Uh, and also Mono Blue Spirits, which kind of crushes both combo decks it is a nightmare and i'm terrified of that well it's a blue tempo deck it's like (laughs) that's what it's built to do no exactly yeah but it's just like this deck is even like it's all in on the neoform play it's just bloody terrifying to me like that is i I mean i played on the blue spirit side uh a a little while ago against neoform and he was like all right i'm going to go for it i like had four different counter spells. I like Aether Ghost, <laughs> which one? Mystical Dispute, uh, and just like all the stuff. And I even had the uh, Shackle guy, so he, even his Tasker was never getting it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I was just like, he could even like, he wouldn't even get to combat if it even resolved. It was just like he can like just hard locked, right? Um, so like, but conversely, I think it's like when it does have like it beats. It, like I think it will be mono green, and it kind of does a really good job at beating. Like it's faster than Lotus Field. Like I played that matchup a few times, and like it's it's considerably faster. Yeah, and, like by at least a turn. So play draw, it's like you're still gonna be faster, no matter uh, like all usually just no matter what. Um, I think it's just better against like and you know decks don't can't just kill a seven mana value or eight mana value creature so. It has that pseudo evasion, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I've seen something funny about it, like that somebody was talking about. Is one of the the funniest things to do to that um, the deck you're talking about, Brent. The oh my god, what is it called? The Velmachus deck. Yeah, it is if you um, if you have a soul, uh, what what's that guy that puts negative counters on? Mage. Yeah, yeah, and you just shrink it by one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that can happen. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's really funny. It could ruin their yeah. whole time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's kind of, that was my thoughts with that deck. I think it's like in certain spots it's better than L- Lotus Field and Bryant Cook. He he. He's, if you do kind of pay attention to the league, he did get a five zero, which he doesn't he doesn't really get five zeros that often. But he did with this deck, and uh, watching the video, he made so many misplays, but the deck just kind of carried him. Like, the deck played way better than he did. And, um, I mean, is that's this the Belmachus deck, or which deck? Yeah, yeah. The that's, a, that's just a sign that it's a good deck, then. Like, that's, Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's one of those combo decks that, like, it, like, it's just so explosive that if your opponent has to react to it, and sometimes you're just like, all right. And do, you, it, yeah, do you have a counterspell? No? Okay, cool, I win. Right, it's like Neoform in, in the in modern. Sometimes it's like the game has come down to this point. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter what your deck does. It's just like, do I win? As a as thing. an ad nauseum player, that's that's pretty much how it goes. You're just like, all right, yeah. go what's, for it. What's ad nauseum? I wish. Is, I miss is it. A, is that I miss a deck it every or? day? Oh. <laughs> I'm a, I'm still in a Facebook group where they they're like, it's still a real deck. I'm like, um, I wish. Yeah. All 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 six of y'all talking about ad. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I was in uh, a, I was in, I'm still in the humans group, and they're like, oh, it's our, it's our time. 
No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not a humans. Hey man, y'all just, they just got new cards. A 3-2 that brings back Thalia's lieutenant. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's better than Death and Texas. Extraction <laughs> specialist. Yeah. Veridex right now aren't very good. In yeah. Well, just compared to like money pile and and blue red like well that's your fair deck yeah (laughs) it's playing yourselves for free humans just doesn't match up but um haven't you you've been playing mono blue though as well right and and pile yeah that's what i was i was going to talk about that next like mono blue spirits i played that uh before it kind of like became a took off a real deck right right, and the whole time (laughs) yeah yeah before it was cool yeah i was playing it and i thought it, 2008 i thought it was good the whole like the, ever since i started playing I was like this deck seems very real and good and it is like a respected deck in this like it's good against mono green i think it's good against uh control decks and obviously against combo decks uh, it just kind of is a dog to like fair decks and like i think mono red is a little bit a little bit better right um, and it's just and, it's just so efficient too just you have one drops and you have uh one three drop and it's a counter spell that usually costs two or one right so exactly it's just so so efficient so good it's cheap like yeah it's very appealing in that aspect where it's just like oh i can spend 170 dollars and have a complete tier one pioneer deck like yeah, you know. yeah, for sure. And like, uh, there's plenty of turns where you just like have a have a board presence, maybe like two creatures, and you pass with two mana, and it's either rattle chains or a mana leak. Yeah, and that's just so good. It's like, all right, well, if you play a removal spell, I just add power to the board and counter your spell. If you play like a uh, planeswalker, I can just counter it straight up and just keep my pressure going. And if I have to have curious obsession, which is like a very good card in the deck, it's like I will keep just pushing my advantage to like mono blue spirits is definitely like a real deck and definitely still what i'm considering but i'm just like where both of you guys are somewhat locked in like cole you're definitely lo- i would say definitely locked in tyler you're kind of soft locked but like, like flexible percent sure yeah yeah i'm i'm like the, but those three decks like spirits lotus field and volumachus are still like pretty um it it's almost an even spread of these decks. Yeah. And it'd be really tough if I had to make a decision like tomorrow, it's like, it would be, it would be kind of tough for me to like say, okay, I'm def it's definitely this one. And I even talked to like, I thought about getting the cards for mono green, you know, the, the best deck, but I don't think, I really don't think I'll play that deck. Even if I had access or if, if I went out of my way to get the cards, I just don't think like I would choose that. Because I would choose like Mobile Spirits if I think Green Ramp is a good deck. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's that's fair. Like, yeah, that there's there's always gonna be the people that are like, I'm just gonna only play the best deck, um, and then you want to. There's people who just want to attack the meta and then just playing what you like. But it's it's good to have options though, like that. Like, yeah, sign that's a good format in general. Like, I think Pioneer is really healthy right now. Um, a lot of variety in it uh and it's just a good sign that it's a playable format and that you know there's like there's like wacky decks too like you know there's there's still stuff being innovated and 
coming coming to light in a sense where it's just like oh they never thought about this and and pioneer is like a valuable or a viable option so um right i i i, I super like pioneer i like playing the blue white control but that's just me yeah because i think that deck is really good also an argument to be i i think the best deck so I, it's def- definitely like in the tier one grouping I definitely would say. the conversation for sure yeah yeah but yeah whatever you want to play you know i think we have faith in you so well. um <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you tyler fuck you <laughs> i i personally would would lean towards the spirits or the lotus field um lotus field just being the more like tried and true deck like it's kind of like a defining deck of the format like it, it has been in the format since its inception and has just been a, a thing uh kind of wasn't as good when inverter and um what the other deck was i can't remember mainly just inverter because just nothing could beat that deck <laughs> so right <laughs> but yeah well it's just a classic it's like when people think of Pioneer, they they think of Lotus Field. They think of uh, a Devotion deck. So, was Lotus Field running around when Inverter was a thing? Yeah, I think it was like tier two at best. But it I was d- like I I remember when we played. Uh, it was the event that you were going to go to, but you just were all of a sudden very sick and you I didn't died. go. <laughs> you you oh I yeah, remember that yeah yeah. Um, I played. I was playing like Sultai. Uh, oh, I would have won too, probably. That deck I had was sick. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyway, not the, not so... the Soul Flare <laughs> deck, right? Because that was no. Sick. It was um, <laughs> Enchantress. Oh, yeah. We yeah we built that, dude. That, that, that deck was sick. I could never beat that deck, like because we <laughs> we play tested Sultai versus that deck, and eventually you just like. You just stop caring about what I was doing. It's like, all right, I'm gonna gain life, continue drawing cards, and I was like, I have two cards in hand. Why are we still here? Was it was it was, it, was it Bant Enchantress? No, it was uh, Green it was White. Gre- gre- yeah, just Green White. White. Okay. Cool. Calyx. This is only time. And then he, and then that card got removed from the deck. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't. I guess Ikoria wasn't out. Was Ikoria out when Pioneer? Ikoria had. Uh, no, Pioneer, Pioneer no started... I think just before Ikoria, because so, Uro was the discovered. Right. Yeah, I was like Uro, and it was uh, Del- Delirium, but Uro was the win con, basically. Well, yeah, because the Enchantress deck played, like, four uh, rips in the main. I, we may have had previews for Luris, and we were, like, afraid of that card, and rightly so. I th- Maybe. Yeah. Because the modern was before that was I was on Green Devotion Cole you were on like Black Green Titan. I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think Lurus would have been in that room everywhere. I think so. Yeah, de- definitely wasn't Ikoria. Lingo. But yeah, just I was bringing up Ikoria because I think Emergent Ultimatum was like a really really good card for Lotus Field to have come into its life so um uh, yeah. honestly uh, uh, do you know my take on emerge ultimatum i i do but i don't i, I know I, you don't care for it I, I think it's like the the biggest trap that people play is that card i don't think that card's good 
it was pretty busted in that standard. Yeah, but that's a different different. No, power no, no, level. Sure, no, no, sure. I mean, the card you read it and you're like, wow, that you can just do crazy stuff. But yeah, like the upside of playing that card is you're stuck with the downside of playing these mediocre cards in the deck. Like omniscience in your starting hand is almost just a <laughs> well, omniscience yeah. behold. So like you're playing these goofy ass cards, and then merchant can't you know you you have to pick from the library, right? Like right. you can't just like go to your hand or graveyard to get these these very good cards and i just like and and now we're in a world where besage you and Ottawara are cards so it's like yeah. you, know, you throw down omniscience and then they besage you in. it's like well that costs like t- 10 mana to do that and i got nothing for it and now <laughs> and, and these pilots don't know how to like win without it so it's just i i hate the card and the the build i play is better like i just think it's not necessarily strictly better because this is slightly better against Narset, but I think it's. But also, Narset is not a staple in blue white. It's just in no. some blue white decks, and right. it's just kind of. It was kind of crazy to me as looking through blue white deck lists, like yeah, not all these guys are playing uh, Narset, and that was like, and so I'm like, okay, well, I'm good to not even consider this deck even more. I I, I don't know. That's. That's, Obviously, that's, that's I'm fair. like, yeah, 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 I, and that, like that was the one concession I would make. It's like, yeah, you could just win through Narset because you can make a pile of uh, a uh, ultimatum pile where you just kind of win anyway. Yeah, and that was that was appealing to me. That was it though. Out without Narset being a staple in one deck, I was <laughs> <laughs> I I'd rather play the the Bright Cook Wish into Niv plan. I think that's just better. I I. I... You, y'all, I love Niv. Y'all know that. That's I fucking love that card. So yeah. I'm all on board for playing a Niv Mizzet. So <laughs> I fucks with that card. I I love. That's my favorite creature. Love it. Can be yeah. counter draw cards. It's like the perfect creature. It does everything. It, and it's, it's a, a flyer. Big help it in, attacks in, for five if you want to. Like, like shit. Sign me that's, up. That will win the game. Like yeah. Start machine gunning down the creatures, and you have a win con as a creature. Crazy enough. Um, yeah. yeah, I think like if I had to make a decision today, I would probably play Lotus Field, and I think I'd be. I, I yeah, I always I I will always be an advocate just to play that deck because yeah. it's good, and I feel like you yeah, play a lot thanks, of it I think so to know too. how to pilot it well. So, Cole, you know, uh, I think no? he's I think it's good. I mean, Brent. I mean, just in general, I think Brent plays it incredibly well. I've watched him play it a long time. It's stress. It's stressful as hell. I just wanted to say your name, and then here you go. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like you fell asleep. It is, a, and it's, and it's, it is a tough deck to play. I feel like it's not so cut and dry. So, yeah, it's 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 hard to like pick up and play. Like yeah, you, you, you can't have hand to... it to someone and be like, here, play this deck. Okay. Cool. That that's what happened to uh, someone like uh, someone at the uh, another store game to go to in Garland, where they just kind of had. Uh, I think they just bought the precon and like sleeved it up and were playing it, and which is, and they were very slowly achieving like they played Lotus Field into more lands into the second Lotus Field. I'm like that is way too slow. <laughs> it didn't help that I was also playing Blue Spirits, which is already just like dominates the matchup. Yeah. So. Right just like hey that's a good spell i'm just gonna play this mana leak and then i'll play another spirit i'm gonna play a spectral sailor deal with it 
make Wanderer bigger, counter sacrifice Wanderer. You gotta pay two mana. You only have one untapped. Is that good? Oh, that deck is so good. Yeah. yeah. It, it, those are probably the front runners, but I think like if Lotus Field is not a obvious bad choice for whatever reason, I think I would probably just play Lotus Field. Hell yeah. Hell but what scares yeah. me is like Mono Blue Spirits being a good deck and Mono Green Ramp being a good deck because I don't even know about Mono Green matchup. At, at playing playing Lotus Field, you mean? Yeah, against it is Lotus Field. Yeah, we'll I mean, about it. what's what's is, it's, is, it's mostly is, Karn is, into Damping Sphere. Damping Sphere, yeah. That I mean, that's it. Like them getting to six mana and being able to pull pull that off is because like I don't think they're gonna like kill you by attacking like they're, they're kind of slow yeah, yeah. like they're ramp, rampant to rampant to threat so it's they're like... playing they're playing eight elves so they're doing setup into into karns oh they're not even this one this list is not even playing uh vivian or nissa wait they don't they don't play nissa at all anymore no 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 they, 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 there's a loop between karn kiora and uh of storm, uh, like a lot of mana into yeah, uh, the there. There storm. is a loop, not st it, well. Storm is not the loop. It's just like a value play. It's a, uh, it's the sideboard. Uh, God, Pestilence Cauldron, where you, you pay oh. five mana, you pick them back up. You have so you have to have two copies of like one in play, one in the graveyard. You pick it back up. You can make mana with Kiora untapping Nykthos and Karn into uh, picking it up again. You, as an artifact, it it's, there's a loop there. It exiles itself when you cat. That card mm -hmm. is crazy. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the loop. Holy cow! It's, you have to have some some devotion. Then you make infinite mana, and then with black mana, you can cast the cauldron, and then your opponent mills. You mill them out by life gain because you gained four life each turn, each right. cycle. It doesn't really come up to. It doesn't happen too often because you just play this green devotion stuff, and then you're like, okay, I'll attack with Lair of the Hydra for ten on top of the two Cavaliers and this old Ghost Trope, <laughs> and you just what like you just have these big chonkers and you just win the game with those. But it does have an infinite loop with Cauldron, Nykthos, Kiora, Karn, gotcha. and then Kiora Karn in the, in the yard. Kiora finally has a deck. You know, I was going through, because I just moved, and I have uh, kind of going through some of my cards, and then kind of if I, like, stumbled into, like, a um, a good card, like, I stumbled into Kiora, I was like, oh, I'm going to pull this one aside, because I don't want it to be in a pile of uncommons, I want this to be kind of stood out a little bit if I move this way, so, like, if I stumble into, like, a Lenawar Elf or something, and I don't know where they are, like, okay, let me just pull this one aside for this deck specifically. Sure. She comes in with seven loyalty for three mana and just draws you cards. <laughs> right. Wow. People were talking about how unplayable that card was outside of Commander, but... Which card again? I... Kiora. That's so wild to me. It's good. Very good. Our uh, Ponza guy, he played it in his like, fun of slot in... Is like Gruel Ponza, just like pillage and was he? And, uh, was he really? <laughs> uh, at times he was. That's funny. But dude, when he like he it, you get a mana back, and he just like he would always have a Bone Crusher Giant and draw a card, and just like holy shit, what the what's going on? 
Uh, what's, and then what's next turn, here? he has the glory bringer. And just like, what's happening? <laughs> Call the police. Right. <laughs> 991. <laughs> this uncommon from War of the Spark that I didn't know existed. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. The deck, deck deck is good i mean it's the best deck so and it's it's been that way for a while since, since when oda got kicked out yeah i think it's been the best deck oh i did share like uh this is kind of off topic but i did share like a is it uh like aggro deck with young pz this was what uh todd uh anderson was playing on stream just like blue red i would almost say prowess but it has like young pyromancer and just like of one mind the, oh, this this deck's cool. Yeah, it costs blue to divinate if you have a human, and four cruises, and so much dope stuff. Four four legies, soul scar mage, Taylor Swift sphere. It's this, just like this is my kind of deck. It's very cool. And I was kind of Gigantha seeing too? this. Ooh, <laughs> Gigantha, Okay, now oh, yeah. Now you're everybody. speaking my language. It's got this yeah. card called Treasure Cruise in it. That seems pretty good. Yeah, what's that do? I don't know. <laughs> This wow, this deck's this deck's cool. I like this. I yeah, I, I'll I'll share it in the show notes for you guys too, so you can check it out. It's uh, it's very cool. Of one mind is like I can't. There was some other deck in in that standard. There was another deck that played that where. Oh, wasn't it rogues? Was it? I think. Oh, it was rogues because it was rogues. it was always you had the enforcer out and then you had a crab out and so the of one mind was just always one mana. One mana. Yeah. That card's good at common. That card's gross. really, really good. good we'll, we'll see about that one, but that's, it's pretty cool. What? Pretty cool deck. <laughs> what? I mean, I got, you said I could play Lotus Field, so what What? What do you think I'm going to choose? I don't know. You should probably just play Boros Aggro and... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, we, we know I can't play Aggro decks. I'm going to call this mid-range because it has a divination in it. It has draw cards, so that so, means it's mid-range. I still, I still want to talk about Pioneer. Has Greasefang just yeah. fallen off? Uh, I don't think it's ever fallen on, so I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not a good deck. I, it, I think it's like there was I'll, at, I'll at times stores, when you looked but... in the in the leagues, like there was like five different versions of it every single time. It definitely right. Esper, took Mardu, off. Absin. Yeah, it was wild. Honestly, it's though, like, it took off way more and it like explored. Oh, it's a deck and explore. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mardu and. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mardu and uh, whatever it's called, uh, Esper. Esper, okay. Weird. Poor, my poor Phoenix. We had to lose Expressive. I that still would be on like my my long list of Pioneer decks is is uh, Phoenix, but I I don't have a lot of reps with that deck, so it's. It'll I still be think tough. it's good. Some of them you didn't just, even. I, I, mean, put, I do too. You put four Ledger Shredders in it, and it's a good deck. So. Yeah, I was like, some of them didn't even play EI anymore. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. It, yeah, because it, it didn't do the thing you wanted to of... You can't Storm 3, right? Yeah. So. Like, some of them played it like it was a sideboard option for mid-range, but like, that's about it. Crackling Drake, Ledger Shredder, like... Give crack, me, Crackling give, Drake's gross as hell. Give me a Drake and then let me fling it at you. Or, um, yeah. Sprite. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this deck doesn't run Sprite. Wild. Enough. Sprite's gross. I I know, dude. Right, it's so I damn still, it's, gross. It's still my blue red blitz deck from uh, pre MH two. It's still oh my together. gosh. I played it for like <laughs> twice. I, I remember you. I put, wish I, I kept blue red together. Breach. 
together. You were yeah, you put it together and you were jamming it a bunch, and then you're like, I'm just gonna play Titan again. Well, <laughs> I had Titan ready because I just like you know I, I like to change things up. Like yeah. I would play more decks with Rin if I had those. Drew, but, um, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he probably will be. Hi, Drew. Um, Hi, Drew. Thanks for listening. Love you. And everyone else. Yeah, thank you, all other listeners, Love too. Love you all. Even more than Drew, actually. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in that, that modern, there was, like, that hard month where, like, that blue-red browse deck was just the deck to beat. No, it was, like, maybe the second-best deck or best deck. Because Heathlot was the best deck, and you just, like, hold a bolt, and they can never win. Right. And, and then you just continue to pressure them. You would have that those, uh, like, turn one, you play a prowess creature, and then turn two, you Morphos, and then play a Stormwing, and then it's just like, oh my god, I'm dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that deck was cool. It still sees, yeah. a, little, it still sees a little bit of play. Um, it's coming back yeah. into the fold a little bit, but... My deck was to... tier one on the way out. That's sad as shit. Ad nauseum? No, uh, Blue-Red Breach. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It. Oh yeah! That's right. Breach. Breach. Through the breach was tier one, and then MH2 then they, came out. Then Solitude showed up. Well, not I've, yeah. Ever cool Solitude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's the full conversation yeah. there too. <laughs> but I get an extra turn. Okay, it's dead. <laughs> oh, can you you can just subtlety a Emrakul, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, if you cast it. If they cast, oh yeah, no, they, they're through the breaching it, so something. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay right. Okay. So yeah, just solitude. But still, that still feels bad. Like, yeah. well, even then, you were just losing to Merktide too. Anyways, like they were just mm. a better blue red deck. Right. They were playing counter spells, Archmage's charms. They're playing Darcy. Yeah, I remember. I remember those conversations when spoilers were coming out for Mage Two, and it was like people were thinking it was end all be all for modern. They finally put counter spell in modern. Like, oh my god, format's dead now because it's just going to be a counterspell format. It's like, oh, there's like one deck that plays it. Yeah, yeah. For, and Fran and the Titan guy, it's like, we're playing four Cavern of Souls. Call, book it. I mean, we are now, but still, it was like we, were, we weren't we right away. Yeah. Modern crazy. died with solitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's on your, that's on your tombstone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's funny. And Omnath. I hate Omnath, but. Omnath is a messed up card. Omnath even is at, so damn annoying. Even at four mana. You know what's even worse than just Omnath? Risen Reef into an Omnath, into an elemental that's ephemerated, and then you get like all these triggers. It's really stupid. It's really oh, good. God. And it's so sad because Risen Reef's like one of my favorite cards of all time, and I just hate Omnath so much. Yeah. I uh playing today, I had every single Risen Reef I had counter, like actual factual counterspelled my risen reef every time i had one stick and then as soon as the trigger went on the stack it got it died so so i, I, don't, I don't blame him yeah it, you can't let mox, that card live no the mox last year uh, w- uh someone was playing amulet titan in which you know it's a very you know goofy format but because they were so scared of elementals they had gut shots in the sideboard <laughs> <laughs> just for ragavan and for risen reef because they were just Mortified. Yeah, of that I'm not card. scared of unholy heat. Golly. <laughs> that card ruined you at the beginning of MH2. Uh, yeah. Blue yeah. red. I mean, some, sometimes it still does. I, Card, yeah. Card's still really good. Well, now Brent mm-hmm. has Cultivator Colossus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I feel like helps that match up immensely. 
It's a two-two when it enters, <laughs> and then they'll <laughs> bolt it. <laughs> At least it draws cards, I guess. And yeah. No, it's like I, I'm. He's here for the trigger. I don't. I don't care about this piece of cardboard. Like, yeah, go to the graveyard. I don't care. Yeah. Just all two didn't response deal. Yeah. Let me just draw five. Cultivator. Yeah, it resolves. It's trigger on the stack. You're like, what trigger? <laughs> <laughs> I get to do the thing still. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, a, a goofy list. I didn't like it, but it was like Primeal Titan, Amulet Titan, no Titans, oh, but with Titanless four Cultivators. Titan. Yeah, it was, it was pretty stupid. That's, well, if you want to play Titan, Titan, if you want to play Titanless Titan, just play whatever that new deck that was running around that plays. Bring uh, to light. No, Tameshi. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that. That's I mean, that deck is pretty cool. That deck it is, is cool. cool. Nick, our buddy Nick, played that for a little while, and it he did pretty well with it. That 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 requires a lot of brain. It looks yeah. so. Of course, bad like I play Amulet, so I can play whatever because my brain's so big. Yeah, but... me. Uh, well, you know, I won't <laughs> go that far. So oh, I would. Oh. Well, I guess I'll see y'all later. <laughs> dip out here now. Yeah. No, me me brain small. Me me play Tron, so me no no how think. Yeah. I wish I need to return to that. I'm tired of playing Yawkmoth. No, you're not. I'm not. I wish I was. <laughs> what stopped me from playing Tron was mirror matches are the fucking worst. Oh, have, yeah. My favorite play draw thing, dependent? Yeah. Hell yeah. My Sign favorite thing ever is in all of my years of playing Yawkmoth, I have never once played Really? Not, never have played I'm the not, mirror. I'm I've, not too surprised by that. I've never yeah, experienced it. I've sat near the mirror. I've never <laughs> played the mirror. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I, I've I've seen a Yawgmoth deck. I've been around Yawgmoth decks. <laughs> Officer, I don't know. Yeah, I've like I'll go to like tournaments <laughs> and like walk around. And I'm like, I've seen one other Yawgmoth player. And then y'all meet eyes. And then you're like, hey, you're also playing my deck. I feel what like it's what almost... Like your handshake and everything. Like, I, I would rather... Like, to me, the Tron Mirror was ass, and it is ass, but, like, it's at still, least... It still is. Well, like, the games went by pretty fast. I feel like the Yogg Mirror is just so long. Very... Yeah, yeah, because, like, the Tron Mirror is not grindy. It's literal, like, do you have Tron first? Cool, we can go to the next game. Yeah, like, Yogg I'd rather Ma have that kind of mirror where, like, your game is done, y'all get to go eat, you know, talk about who didn't draw Tron faster... Right. But like the Yogmir, I'm sitting there looking at it, and it's like, alright, well, did I get my Blood Artist? And even if I did, did you get your Blood Artist? And then like 65 triggers go on the stack of each of you sacking to Yogmoth. Yeah, that, yeah, no thanks. I feel like no Grist thanks. makes it better, at least. Like, whoever gets Grist first is probably winning the game. Sure, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the fact that Yogmoth has pro-human, so your Yogmoth can't kill their Yogmoth is also really interesting. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. They just lock eyes across the battlefield. They can't do anything to each other. Yeah. It's like flipping each other off in the distance. Yep. <laughs> Surrounded by spooky ghost monsters and wolves. This... <laughs> and this freaking zombie that just yeah, keeps... Yeah, and, and a left-handed zombie, mind you. Yeah, left -handed. Oh my god. What a, what a mess. <laughs> and that's oh a spooky god. bug guy that shows up and kills something on his way out. It's... it's this green elemental just pops yeah. up and then he's gone. Yeah, he's, so, just, he's just gone. Weird. Yogmoth ended where response to his trigger through him. <laughs> Go get him, boy. And a noble noble goblin. Oh, yeah, Iggy. You can't forget Iggy. Yeah. yeah. Iggy the idiot. Love that guy. That card yeah. dies more than any other card I've ever played that day. And this elemental that showed up and then now he died just like when he <laughs> oh, just... Oh, and, <laughs> uh, and this whole wall of roots. Just a, yeah. Just a whole ass wall. 
What a yeah. weird, what a weird battlefield. And then a tree magic's, person. Magic's so great. It's so yeah, great. just there's a there's a Twitter page I follow, and it's a I don't remember what's called exactly. It's like lore accurate magic where he draws art of like two cards together, and it's so funny. oh yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's great. Every Good time, one. oh, and uh, flavor judge. Yeah, that's what it's called. Flavor, oh, judge, flavor judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like Ledger Treader plus Portable Hole, and he drew a bird like with his whole ass face in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. One of them was a, uh, yeah, the uh, island that's a uh, that's Earth, or it's from a secret layer, and then uh, Elemental Uprising that turns a land into a creature. So he drew the planet Earth with fist. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I just love stuff like that. It's hilarious. That's yeah. Fun. Yes, Piner's great. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. TLDR Pioneer is pretty good. <laughs> Best format. <laughs> I think it's really good. I, I I don't think people give it enough. Still don't give it enough credit. I I'm glad it's, it's getting more credit though. Like I love the I I, I love the formats that came out. I was a little like you could ask anybody when the format came out. I Dude, was, you were so gung ho on it. Well, yeah. I, well, I love the idea of just building stupid decks. Like I built like a fucking teamer ramp deck that sucked. Teamer ramp. You you built that soul flyer deck. You yeah. Made... Like, the format yes. at the beginning had so much... I built Rally. It had so much opportunity to be this really cool format, and then obviously what happens is, you know, you find out what the best deck is, and then... Because, like, Field of the Dead became the best deck in the format. And then Inverter. Yeah, Inverter. And they were like, well, we can still play Uro and 3-Minute Teferi and... Uro Nexus. lived for a while in that format, right? Yeah, like, Inverter was banned, then it was uh, some Uro deck. I'm sure that was best. Yeah. That's what they, like... Did huge bands, multi multi format bands. Oh right, because I remember there was like they were like gradually banning the busted stuff, and then there was that one just dump where it was like ten cards or twelve cards, something like that. It was like multi, yeah. Killed, uh, got rid of spirit guide, Uro, the lands. Oh yeah, fuck that band. <laughs> uh, no, Cole, it was a good band. Spirit guide did not deserve it, that. Uh huh. Oh, you talking about Simeon Spirit Guide that was played in the deck ad nauseum? Yes. Oh, yeah, it needed to go. <laughs> yeah, because that was the Mox Opal band, too, right? No, that was prior. That was No, before, no, no. Was Mox Opal was a while ago. Yeah, that oh, was with this... Oko, I think. I think they both got banned at the same time. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, that's that's how they got rid of Opal was the Urza Oko deck. I love that deck. That deck was a lot of fun. Snoko? That deck, that deck was broken beyond belief. I had gained... Like, 80 points of life against Burn. I just kept upticking Oko. That deck was... I was like, plus two Oko, make a food. And he's like, why are you doing this? And I was like, because I can. Shh, just watch and see what happens. Yeah, 104.3a, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, Oko's at like 700 loyalty. And then I played Urza, well, and then I was like, I have an infinite mana. Yeah, it's because he comes in with 500 loyalty, so eventually turn two or the next turn he'll be at 700 loyalty so the fact that that card existed is so strange to me like that that card went through every kind of play test well obviously it didn't (laughs) (laughs) it came out the way it did well like you would think like with that card that there would be another card that existed that could beat that card for them to be like yeah this is fine and the card that was made to beat him couldn't kill him which was fry literally could not kill that card unless they yeah unless they fucking down tick or not down tick unless no yeah even if they plus one it couldn't kill them no because it came in with five and went up to six how wild yes yeah, no oh it came in with 
four and four. and then four. Plus okay, so two, they plus, plus two. If they plus one, you could kill it with fry. Yeah, which most of the time they never did. Yeah, he just oh my god, he just had a plus two and a plus one. <laughs> and then his his ultimate was flavor text. Yeah, I mean the ultimate was literally one of vintage tournament. Yeah, so. steal black lotus and uptick on your opponent's black lotus. Yeah, or yeah. uptick on black lotus, make it a three three, then steal it. Yeah, like wild. Yeah, that was my favorite video to watch. Was the guy killing his opponent with black lotus? It's great. I remember Tana was talking, playing Legacy and Show and Tell, and opponent like uh, cheats in Emrakul, and <laughs> expecting a concession. Like, all right, I play Elko. It's now Elk. It's like what? <laughs> oh my gosh! Your Annihilator Six is now an Elk. Good luck, opponent. <laughs> it's now a three three. It cannot. It can attack it Elko and kill not Oko. kill it. <laughs> that is like my favorite interaction ever. Is when someone plays their their haymaker. Like, all right, here it is. You 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 scoop. All right, I'll go to my draw step. All right, uh, I win. Yeah, GP oh. Austin sucked ass sometimes <laughs> when I was on Tron because they're like, you play a Worm Coil and they're like, uptick Oko, and it's like, ah. Mm. It's like I don't even get the die trigger. <laughs> just let it die man yeah no Echo being or gone taking on Ulamog it's a good thing yeah oh my gosh I yeah remember I, I love Echo but hate Oko. Get get him out of here no thanks I'm, yeah no so yeah uh, in short Pioneer's a great friend. yeah so obviously <laughs> we love Pioneer obviously based on that <laughs> He got banned uh, Pioneer uh, before Modern, didn't he? Uh, it's barely, he, I think. He, he, was he lived in Modern quickly. forever. Not forever. It, it felt like a while, because I think he got banned at Standard before Modern, right? Uh, the banning happened in, like, it's like late December or, like, January, I want to say. I, I want to say I played that deck for, like, two months or so the well they had that whole the it was like the first arena pro tour or whatever and it was Soltai no. it was Soltai Oko decks like mirrors there was a everywhere. paper there was a paper pro tour with Oko was well, there because the I just remember the arena one where it was like this is on both sides of the battlefield like the no the first one was the paper one because it was it was Paulo Vitor Demeterosa versus uh, Andre Strosky and that's where Strosky won his first pro tour and. He like was all emotional because he beat his hero in Magic, but they played an Oko Mirror, and it was miserable to watch. <laughs> it might have been Worlds then that was on Arena. Yeah. Oh, I, th I th yeah. Is that the one that Andrea won? It might. No, that's that. I don't remember. It's as feels like seven years ago. Well, yeah, COVID being two years long, man. Yeah, I forget like most of the big tournaments back then. Yeah. So Oko was banned in Standard November 2019. Oh my god, then, it was think, November? Wow. And then for Standard, then Pioneer uh, mid-December, and then January in Modern. It was banned with Opal and uh, Michael Cephalatus. <gasps> right. Flavor bans. Right. Right. Yeah, so Oko didn't last that long in any format. Well, then he got banned out of Legacy like way later, but... Yeah. So right. I, guess, I guess technically he lived in Legacy forever. <laughs> For a long yeah. time. And Ren, Ren and Six, too. Uh, Ren and Six got banned pretty quickly, thank God. No, Ren, looping... Ren and Six was the, November 2019. It was banned the same time Oko was banned in Standard. Yeah, because they, like, they were like, Wasteland Loop seems pretty fucking gross with the Planeswalker. I mean, I mean, 
but it, it it lasted for two three months, right? Because yeah, Modern I think Horizons it did. was July, June, something like that. So. Well, I remember it, it was it terrorized Legacy because you like you couldn't play Delver because they were just down tick on Delvers. Yeah, Death and Taxes sucked. Like everything sucked. You played Lands. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I'd be a DRS in Modern. There's my hot take. Yeah, I, I, I think you can play it and it'd be fine. I think there's a few cards you got in ban and it would be okay. And that one's probably one of them. I think I would love to play him in uh, in Yogmoth. I think it'd be pretty good for like a lot of the decks that like you sometimes struggle with. Like it's a good card. Like yeah, against cause... against um, I mean we have Endurance already as like a great hate haymaker. But like he he's like a dork that like works a lot of the times that helps against like. Blue red and stuff. I don't know. I don't it, know. It, it, it would help against Omnath, like Ren and Six decks too. Like, yeah, give well, give those colors a better option, so they don't get absolutely annihilated by Ren and Six Poseju or Odawara loops and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I I don't care about Splinter Twin. Just give me DRS. Yeah, Splinter. No, Splinter Twin. No thanks. Because you can play Kiki. You can play Kiki Combo now in Modern, but it no one does. Like Well now you can play not... like Splinter Twin and have the package of like Fable in your deck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Fable's as good in Modern as it is in every other format. But... It's kinda of just good everywhere. I think. Yeah, I mean it's a good card. Yeah. It's a pretty good card. Make a two two that ramps you, then you could draw discard cards to draw cards, and then make a card that like has to be answered. Right. I play enough arena that I run into that card like everywhere. You know, it's a deck that doesn't see play anymore in modern is Gabo's. Gabo's it, terrorized the format for a while when Snoopy came out. It's funny that you say that because I meant to say this earlier when we were talking about how Pioneer is the greatest format of all time. Um, yeah, did we mention that Pioneer is uh, a great format? Yeah, Pioneer is a great format, yeah, guys. Yeah. But uh, there was a Pioneer, I think it was a Japanese event that somebody shared, and the deck that won was a Goblins deck. And Pio? Yeah, that played Coco. <laughs> and it played the uh, the half-half spell that gives all your creatures death touch. They played Chain Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And that they, was a standard They thing. won the whole tournament with it. It was like a 150-person like oh. like tournament or something. They won the whole thing. Holy moly. I saved the deck list. It's hilarious. That's so amazing. Yeah, it's called Goblin Company. What is that split card called? Uh, I can't read Because, like, because we called it Death Whirler in But, yeah, standard. it's like target creature gets plus one, plus one, and death touch zone in turn. Yeah. Kinda. But, yeah, I played uh, Reckless Firebrand, or Fanatical Firebrand. Right. Uh, the co- the goblin from D&D, the one that, like, can make a goblin, I think. Oh, Battle Battlecry Goblin. Yeah, Snoop, Chain Whirler, Hob- the, uh, the Warlord, the Bandit Lord, or whatever from D&D. Yeah. Fable, Coco, that split card. Also, that sounds pretty, uh, and that we, sounds good. And Brian and I talk about it all the time when we talk back about, you know, our review of uh, Capenna. We were so wrong about uh, uh, Unlicensed Hearse. Hmm. No, but I was. No, you were... Oh, was I, good? was I big on it? <laughs> I don't remember. You were like... 
because I was like, there's a vehicle I want to talk about, and you're like, was it hers? I was like, no. Oh, that's right. I was that. like, I think that card's good. The getaway car, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I listened listened to the last podcast, and y'all brought that up, and I just I was laughing so hard because because <laughs> hers is just way good. Literally, people in, cut. I played two in the Titan for hers. I played in Titan. Yeah, like yeah. Soul Guide used to be the best Grave Hate spell. People said, "Screw that, we don't want that anymore." Like, Some people like that's their almost almost their primary win condition in modern. They like played in the main and just like interact. It's like every mid range deck in every format plays it. <sighs> like black red yeah, mid range, they're like, "Yeah, why the fuck wouldn't yeah. I play this amazing card?" Yeah, yeah. right. I, yeah. I I won my match against Murktide because I slammed a hearse uh, t- today. I slammed a hearse, and uh, I, I can't remember what I baited it. I played something that he countered, then I played the hearse and just slowly ate his graveyard, and then he had uh, a Brazen Borrower and a Merc tied out, and I was at, like, 20, 28 life or something. I was at a lot of life, and he swung when he was at, like, 10, and I thought... <laughs> I was like, this hearse is pretty big. Let's see what happens. And uh, played a fury, killed something, and then <laughs> crewed the thing. He's like, all right, uh, how much is it? I was like, nine. He goes, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it has nine cards under it. He's like, I'll go, I'll go to one, I guess. And then he didn't attack after that turn anymore. <laughs> so. It's so crazy it's like, how wild it's that card good. It gets is. huge, yeah. big. Yeah. So I was playing against uh, Blue Red Murktide, and I had Hearse postboard. I uh, had like tw- like a lethal amount of cards under it, like about eight to ten or something like that. Right. And he's attacking his creatures, and I'm under a, a Blood Moon effect, so I'm like kind of stuck, and I have all these green cards. I wish I could be playing, but Blood Moon. Anyway, mm. so I evoke <laughs> uh, Emrakul, evoke on the stack. <laughs> Crew the hearse, and then I remembered that uh, dress down was a card. You mean, you mean endurance? Evoked endurance. I don't know why I said Emrakul. Dude, oh. evoke Emrakul? Holy yeah. moly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god. Sign me up. Okay, so I evoked endurance to try to attack, but he had dress down. That was really sad. Yeah, dress down's a messed up card. Yep, yeah, yeah, I see that. A lot That's of people always card. think it's like the biggest blowout against me, which it can be. Like, I've had people go dress down into Fury against my Undying shits, and it is brutal. Well, they can't do yeah. that. They go Fury, dress down with Fury trigger on the stack. That you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had people do it the other way, and then they concede right after, but... <laughs> well, Shame Scoop's the right right call from there. Yeah, I've had somebody go dress down, evoke Fury, and I'm like, okay... <laughs> and they like look at me like I'm supposed to concede. And I'm like, what do, what, what do you want to happen here? <laughs> Let's go over the options. Yeah, I was like, well, right. the options is this dies, nothing happens. Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> um, so you messed up. <laughs> I've had that happen a couple it's times, like, which surprises me because it's always in big events. And I'm like, how how this happen? Like, yeah, there are like two very. M- like very played cards like well and like sure, even surely they've had that interaction come up in the past well i've told people i'm like even just the fury on its own would have been brutal but like you try to get cute with it and yeah i've got like that always s- happens like people get like you know mush brain about that kind of stuff and just don't think well they're like if i style on my opponent they'll concede <laughs> no quite the opposite yes 
don't try to be cute when you play magic just play to win mm-hmm. yep. you play well play to your outs that's a big one. I didn't I didn't I didn't play to my out uh, we went to Evo to practice some more modern or whatever me and Jacob both went 02 drop you know it happens but uh, played against Titan round two and he like straight up spent 15 mana to cast Emrakul and I was like alright cool took his next turn Annihilator I had enough lands to where I could get rid of enough lands to keep my Omnath in play and I was like I just need to draw a Teferi he had a a Zeusa out and he was at like 8 life so I could like just needed to like have the right set of plays you know right set of draws and uh, yeah, I uh, didn't play to drawing a Supreme Verdict off of the Teferi bouncing the Zusa because I, I fetched for a basic instead of a Hallowed Fountain and it bit me in the ass. So <laughs> I could have won, but instead I lost. So <laughs> Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, it, it, it was a feels bad, but yeah. Mental mistakes. Yeah, yeah. We all do them, but Brent less than others. Oh yeah, no, he's perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I've, why I've I never play, seen I him play make a mistake. I t- I mentioned a mistake last time we played together. Huh? What, what, I missed Lethal. What? This was you? like a week ago. Yeah. Oh. Even even me. Even I can make a mistake. <laughs> Poor old Brent. Even old me. Poor Titan. Titan players get the same treatment. I feel that Tron players get. Like, you you play a. A forest, and then you tap it to play an amulet, and they just go, ugh. And that all, I like, it's every time, it's the same thing with Tron. It's just like mine into a map, like, ugh. It's like, I don't <laughs> understand that. It's like, like, literally calling me out about yeah, every time I play against Titan. I'll play a one minute artifact. It's just go, the, and you're like, to, oh my god! Of uh, course you have well, it. To, of course you would. To me, yeah. Like I, I don't do that with Tron. I kind of just expect it. But man, it, you play literally only four amulet in your whole deck, and you like every amulet player ever is like, it's really. I really do it like very loudly when they do double amulet shit. That always gets me right under my skin. Like they yeah. look at me and they're like forest amulet, and I'm like, all right, and they're like, bounce land amulet and i'm like i fucking hate you and then they're like explore and i'm like you were the worst human i've ever met in my life (laughs) azusa and i'm like all right you know what dude let me get under the table and then they go tee you're dead yeah that was literally my star city experience (laughs) yeah he just had the nut game one game two i was like what the hell is happening here he's got to come to expect it though that's that's 11 mana that's really good I hate you, Brett. Two. Shut up. Don't do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you need to string together two titans. You shut up, uh, Brent. Double double strike both of them pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like we said, in short, Pioneer's a great format. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in conclusion, Pioneer is... Uh, if you're playing Pioneer game. this weekend, sleeve up Amulet. T- I mean, uh, wait. <laughs> Tron? No. Uh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah. before we end... No, Volmachus, uh, that obviously... Oh, uh, we're, we're ending this now. We're, uh, we're, we're still going? We're going, for no, we're going for another hour, dude. Oh, dude, I have work in the morning. 
Oh, you got to work tomorrow? I do, but I'm off the next two days after that because we're closed off. Cool, so we're staying up for another three hours. Ah, fuck that. I will leave right now. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. We got to talk about the best format, Pioneer. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about uh, zombies in Pioneer. I wish. (laughs) So what? (laughs) When? Where? Uh, I'm just sorry. I went to Goldfish and I sorted uh, least popular to most popular. I found zombies or (laughs) (laughs) or vampires. Vampires yeah. is not popular. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> the one of the one of the regulars at uh, Nerd Halla, friend Logan. He he is. That's the only deck he has in Pioneer, but it has its moments where vampires. Yeah, like, I played him. He beat, uh, I think I beat him. Actually, Thoughtseize is still a good card, and uh, Turn One Thoughtseize can do a lot to a lot of decks. So it's a very good card, yeah. but. When I was, I would lose to I would lose to a majority of the time when I was playing a blue red deck like Phoenix or something like that, because he would board into Necromentia or and just or just have the thought seizes and it was just bad from the beginning of the of the game or whatever. But after I switched to blue white control, I was like, man, I just don't care because I have twelve more cards in my deck that do the same thing, and I have thirty removal spells. It feels like and these powerful planeswalkers that you just can't beat so yeah yeah he joked like he always draws necromentia he played against uh someone else on lotus field uh and then me on lotus field mm-hmm. i think at least in the game i saw and both post board games he had turn uh turn three necromentia when but- every every time we played when i was playing phoenix he had turn two or turn three necromentia every time it was uh, not not saying not insinuating nothing. I just no, I'm not either. I'm not because he literally showed me his board. He plays two, and I was like, "That's pretty good." Sideboard game when you have it, it's like, "Oh, I'll keep seven. Oh no, I lose." Yeah, I think the the, <laughs> the the person who works the story is like, "Yeah, he always has." He he told it or the player told him, "Yeah, I always have Necromancia. I don't know." Yeah, I'm literally was... Yami Yugi. I'm like, I have the harder cards. Yeah, what's Yami Yugi? It's the heart of the cards. Yeah. Oh, that's what it... Okay. Yeah, literally that. Hold on. Let me write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta write down. I'll, keep, I'll make note of that later. Do some research. Yugi was a cheater. Okay? Hey, man, fuck you. He cheated. <laughs> first off, he... First off, he cheated. First off, the whole like first season of that show that was the game was played so wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna launch my they my do monster they into anime. your flotation ring. Oh. And <laughs> knock down your yeah. flying castle to destroy <laughs> destroy your monster. That's Yu-Gi-Oh is the real lore card game. Oh hell yeah. It's just yeah. so funny that they did Battle City and then Kaiba had to do a whole explanation that they were fixing the rules. That's, wow, that's literally a whole that. ass episode. He's explaining the, the rules. Oh, there's literally filler. Yeah, right. well, yeah. I mean, what, what are you? Like, they just got the God cards. He's like, well, yeah, we can't just play Obelisk the Tormentor. That's cheating. Gotta have rules. <laughs> I need to, like, take Brent's Primeval Titans and throw him off a boat like Weevil. Yeah. I've heard better ideas. I will, sh- I will rip them in half and shit on them. 
they, what, they, what you, they gave me looking? more secret layer amulet titan or primeval titans yeah they did yeah. i'm not gonna play them but they, they did, get another oh, secret okay. they were in another secret layer i thought they just got a different art i thought that was like a promo it art. was like very recently like a couple weeks ago right um was that a, maybe was that a secret maybe two layer? weeks ago it was secret layer. yeah oh it was like it was a it was an artist oh one. okay i thought it was just promos and uh, they were cool. It was I like the art for it actually. I like the Chris ones Ron. that I like the ones that yeah. Brett has the the Caldheim uh, border. Uh yeah the yeah the kind of oh that yeah that that one's cool. Looks yeah. like uh, Warren Clexi and stuff. It's mm-hmm. got your yeah. uh, your Uros you can play. Uh just we'll just one arrow left. I I tr- sold the other ones, but I do have an arrow. You can play in Legacy. One of them? Yeah, that's a good idea. That's the last format he lives in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can just yeah. stay over there, that's fine. Yeah, I know. He, he can stay far away the, from the formats I play the most. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. no, he does. He lives over there. Yeah. I don't even think he's really that good anymore over there, but... They, like, they play him in, like... They'll play him as a one-of. They'll play him in, like, no... The decks that play him play him, like, as four... Oh really? Uh, there's like a Sultai-ish list that Just does play well sometimes, it, but it plays Leovold as well. Hell yeah! That's, that that was the like reason I wanted two. to get into Legacy was neither Reliquary and Leovold. Yeah. I I remember when MH two was coming out. I was so, so hopeful that Leovold was going to be. Oh man. Yeah, I know. I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. What if they just had a better version of it? That you couldn't kill as easily, and it was a uh, planeswalker. So that had all of Leovold's text, and it was easier to cast than Leovold was. I don't know. I think Leovold would be fine for modern. What was it like? What your opponent can't draw extra cards, and if uh, permanent or you are targeted, you draw a card. Yeah, on a, th- I, on a three I, three for Sultai. Yeah, no, I I. 100% think he's fine. I just don't think he'd be good. No, he would not be good. I would have played him in, like, Sultai shit, and then that would have been, like, yeah. my deck. Like, uh, Lavery would definitely sleeve up four copies of Leibold and put him in his Sultai. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Card, the card, the card's good for it. Sultai yeah. midrange, Tarmogoy, Leibold. I don't think, yeah, I don't think the card's that good. Like uh, He's good in a free five. spell format. <laughs> No, really, sure. I'm, really, I'm like really th- thinking the context of modern. Like legacy like, being mm-hmm. the defend a defend a champion format, as I like to always think of it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's your point of whole legacy. Is like I play a Delver and I'm going to protect it with my life. Right. And then I yeah. Play... With that. Yeah. That's I'm with you. Same just with Leovold. It's like, all right, this matchup's pretty Leovold intensive. I'm going to play this. Like, I, that was my favorite part about legacy. I mean, blue but... red Merktides in modern's somewhat like that yeah so, i mean it just yeah. doesn't have all the free extra it's not yeah it's not like super all in to protect the ragavan but it's it's, it's or the darcy yeah. well it's not even it's not even ragavan it's it's shredder now like i want to keep this thing around that draws me cards it yeah just, filters my hand yeah yeah grows but even even in modern where narset isn't played like literal at all like maybe in the sideboard of blue red murktide sometimes like leveled but just I don't think I ever see play. No, so. and it being in the worst colors of modern right now. Yeah, and it, and the same old age old argument: it dies to like every piece of removal. Well, I mean, the best format. removal is a deal six. <laughs> Actually, the best <laughs> removal is exile a creature, gain life. <laughs> uh, Prismatic's pretty good too. Yeah, and uh, now what's the other one? The march. Yeah, march is pretty good too. I hate both those cards as a Yawkwath player. 
Being able to march a Urza Saga is a really good feeling, though. <laughs> no, it's not. What do you mean? Right, <laughs> you deserve it. That's yeah, fine. How much mana do I have to spend to get rid of this Urza Saga? Oh, just one? Oh, okay. This feels like che- this feels like cheating. It. This should be illegal. Yeah. Man, could you imagine getting one mana Stone Rain? Not me. Yeah, I got fragmentized <laughs> also last time I played Modern. You got oh, yeah, fragmentized? You were, me, you were telling me that the last time... I saw you and I Did was you like, high five them? Of course, I high fived my opponent for killing my land. You should have. You should have called the judge and been like, "Judge, I have a question. Is this card legal in this format?" <laughs> oh, this card from Kaladesh. It is. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. Are you sure? Can you can you look up <laughs> can the legality? You, can you pull it up? For, can you pull it up for me? Is that? No. Is it? I mean. It's so funny because, like, if somebody wilts your thing, like, you're like, oh, yeah, whatever, it happens. <laughs> but no, I was making the argument that, like, uh, natural state is, like, sees way more play, but then Brent was like, well, fragmentize is four or less, and natural state is three or less. I was like, ah, okay, I guess. Yeah, I don't think it matters for the zero mana. Yeah. Zero mana land. But we, we started to think about, like, what's what four mana artifacts do we care where oh, do we right. care? Well, there was and, a, there was a, but they're all three or less. So. Yeah, they're basically one or less, well, or, or one or less. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. there was a point where uh, natural state saw a lot of play in modern when the blood moon decks were everywhere. Yeah, like you played natural state as like a two of in your board because you didn't want to give your opponent life, so you didn't want to play. Uh... Right. Yeah. But now what? it doesn't really matter because you have white spells that just remove everything. Yeah, I think that's fine though. Like I thought. A prismatic ending was like a pretty reasonable card and like well it has a cap which is a big deal to me true like if it didn't have a, a cap on it like it couldn't just go to five like it has to right. it has to stop at five like you can't right yeah but i mean march can but it's it's not just non-land permanent because the amount of times that my fucking grist gets prismatic ending is so annoying yeah I'm like, Grist, uh, uptick, and they're like, pay three prismatic ending, and I'm like, oh, okay. Playing playing Pioneer Blue-White Control, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to march a Planeswalker, and then my opponent goes, you can't do that. And I was like, why? It, it kills every... Oh, it doesn't hit Planeswalkers. It also doesn't hit Enchantment, I think, right? <laughs> no, uh, Artifact Creature Enchantment. No, I thought it... Yeah. yeah. Artifact Creature uh, Enchantment. Ottawa is the same way. Okay. I think. Uh, Odawar can bounce a Planeswalker. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, yeah, that, of course it can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I was like, oh, it's the, it's a white removal spell. It can, like, it's it's good. So I was just always assumed that it can hit a Planeswalker and then be like, all right, I'll, I guess I won't do that. Never mind. <laughs> Your Chandra lives, or whatever it was. Yeah, I just thought that covered yeah, everything. That. God card's terrible. It can't even kill Planeswalkers. You want to talk about Turbo? How about the Green March? I don't even know what the card does. It's really, uh, really so bad Green Sun Zenith. Yeah. Oh, it's Green oh. X. Yeah, you throw cards from your hand. And it, it has to be something it, on the battlefield, I, I, right? Uh, Two-star creature of Manvi, less than X, which... Is, and you search your life for a creature card with the same name, and yeah. it's tapped. Yeah, it's just like... The same name? Yeah, yeah, it's the same creature. And it comes in tapped? Yep. Yeah. But is it instant? It's an instant. It is an instant. Yeah. I don't think that saves it. No, it is. It, it needs more. Wait. It says the same name. Yeah. Same yep. name. 
It is not a good card. It is uh, not a good card. That's unreasonably bad. Like I think the blue march is even okay. Like it's so crazy that the drop off. No, of, the of the blue march is good. Yeah, like I play the blue march. Yeah. Yeah, like the blue yeah. march is like the blue march could save you, could protect your creatures. Like it's it's good. Spirit spirits plays it right. Uh, uh no. The blue march really? Mm mm. No, it plays the uh, slip slip out the back in the main. Actually. I was like an explorer. Oh yeah, I think they play the slip, slip outs just yeah, slip outs just better. But it's so good. It's combo like it's like oh you have Archon. Let's I just need a turn and I'm just gonna phase it out or Thalia, or yeah. both, whatever. And then like even the red march sees play, in like Charbelcher and stuff. Yeah. yeah. There was uh, one one Charbelcher player in the room today. I hope he was. Because I heard him say, uh, from the table behind me, is like, uh, cast Iron Crag Feet, and his opponent went, what does that card do? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it makes me mana. He's like, okay. And He's I like, can only cast one more spell this turn. He's like, oh, that card sucks. Why would you want to play that? And then he was like, I'll play a Char Belcher. He goes, what does that do? He goes, well, does it resolve? He goes, yeah. And he's like, all right, you're dead. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Neat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good old, I bought... Four char belters recently for whatever reason. I want to build it. It looks like fun. It's always fun. But combo it also looks like way fun. more stressful than most other combo decks. You know what's funny? In the uh the the deck that won the mocks, the modern player was playing uh Boomer Balcut or Boomer yep. Scapeshift. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. You, because it actually just crushes four color, but you could make the same argument for uh Goblin Char Belcher because it's just like this thing you can't interact with basically ever. Yeah, your free salt even... doesn't do anything. Right. And I would even say like, you know, it Twiddlestorm is in that same tier caliber of like you can't it's so tough to interact. Basically it has to be counter magic or discard. Yeah, the only problem and... is like you play against like the blue red Merc Tide decks that like pack like a bunch of counter magic. Right. I think that's the makes uh makes escape the... shift the better one because you just lands or bolts kind of as you just play your spells. Yeah, and then you could also just play like Primeval Titan out of nowhere and your bolts right. like oh god and though you're not going for that like serious combo kill, your lands or bolts like you said, and then you just go get like two Valakits and play like a Dryad and your bot's like, Oh I'm dead. Right. Even they think like bring to light scape shift might eat like people talk about that being good against four color as well. Just it, you can... I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. But yeah. That that is legitimately one of the worst matchups for four, four colors uh scape shift deck. Like, yeah. BTL. Just... BTL. And that and that's a deck too. And there's still there's a five color Omnath deck that is BTL and it has it, you just slam all these cards in it like it's got a Valky in it it's got Dryad with Scapeshift people are still, still getting the boner for cheating in the, the devil yeah. I was play I played uh, the Aspiring Spike Sultai uh, Bring to Light with Luris and there's plenty of times where I just cast like you, you always have Bring to Light for as much mana colors as you can and then you're like okay I'll play a Valky <laughs> 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 it's just like can oh, i see you your just... hand oh no creatures oh okay yeah no 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 t or t uh, you cast no, the tibble side yeah i cast it for... oh i thought i thought you meant you you no 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 okay yeah no, no brett's not bming i'm, I'm, I'm okay. flipping the card around i'm okay, okay. on the sleeve cool, 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 cool. it's it's like yeah we're we're doing this shit i thought you meant you were like legitimately just saying no, you played Valky. No, no, no. i was like oh okay cool no 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 absolutely not okay Don't gang you. i for real have to go to bed okay uh so real quick tyler thanks thanks for joining us uh hey, thanks thanks for having me yeah absolutely uh 
do you have any social medias that you would like to plug so people can listen to more of your beautiful thoughts? <laughs> well, I, I have a Twitter. I don't use it as much, or I don't tweet very often, but um, I, I am on Twitter pretty actively. It's uh, at G Grinstead, G R I N S T E A D, my last name. Um, I've, I think I got my moto username in the bio there. Um, and other than that social wise that's really the only one i use facebook for messenger groups and that's about it okay cool so but uh i don't know if you ever get bored and want me on again like i'd be i'd love to come and just chit chat again i have you on more as we go get closer to the event too we always have good conversations yeah definitely (laughs) so we, we can talk about me being stressed about more pioneer stuff yeah and again uh TLDR of this whole podcast, Pioneer is a great, great, <laughs> good format, and you should play it for sure. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, and we'll we'll uh, put that information in the show notes as well. So if you want to follow Tyler, um, you can definitely do it there. Appreciate it. All right, uh, and I'll do it for us this week. Thanks for checking us out once again, and we'll catch you guys next time. Later. Bye. Bye.